0: Everyone used to say F- Tarkov was the Dark Souls of FPS games. Like, think about that. Like, think about Elden Ring or those Dark Souls games. You're always, 100% of the time, in the game. Mm. Experiencing the game. But, like, that's the the rub with Tarkov right now. It's like, people say... You know people hear that it's supposed to be hard it's supposed to be brutal it's supposed to be the dark souls of that game and then yeah and it's like and then people try to defend to us in chat oh that scav totally should have one tapped you with his macro off from 200 meters away man Game's supposed to be hard oh you're supposed to get the move error bug bro you never know if, when you move something in your stash if it's gonna stick like it's supposed no like you're supposed to feel like you're in the game at all times experiencing and experience the game wants you to experience at all times What's up, everybody? Welcome to the podcast, a show dedicated to talking about all the poggers things in life, like music, content creation, and video games. I'm one of your co-hosts, Jesse Kazam.
1: And I'm Veritas, uh, here with uh, the guy that stole your wife <laughs> and or your girlfriend in high school, because, you know, the just exchange look student with the British accent <laughs> just always was always stealing all the girls. Always. Well, hey, we're here with Dan. How the fuck are you doing, buddy?
2: I'm good. I'm a little bit tired. Uh, it's about 2 hours past bedtime for me, but you know, you, I thought well, you know this is this is a once in a lifetime opportunity. Why not come and uh, hang out with the boys? So here we are. And boys. Um, if I if I fall asleep on on the show guys then you know, just give me a quick nudge or a shout, so I am be fine. Did you Play just some say gunfire. once
1: in a lifetime opportunity? No, it,
2: it is for me. This is a big deal for me. You know, I'm just gonna have to have you on next week. Just yeah, to... just to prove <laughs> wrong. <laughs> no, I appreciate, it, guys. It's it's good to be here, and I'm I'm looking forward to uh, chatting away.
1: Yeah, 100%. Dan's uh, Dan Dan's content uh, is is some of my favorite content. His streams are always like super chill, mm-hmm. uh, super informative. He's always helping people one of the more interactive in game with his community like you're always going into raids with people and uh i don't know if i don't know if you're like helping them with quests or you just memeing and having fun with with squads or whatever but uh but yeah excellent content one of the smartest guys in the community for sure Also, Um,
0: quite the Tarkov photographer. You've been posting some of those screenshots recently. And dude, it's, you know, you've hit a good screenshot when all the comments on Twitter are like, you know, what unity assets are you using? And Dan's always like, nah, dude, I'm just throwing gear on the ground a 100 times until it lands perfectly. (laughs) And then I'm taking a screenshot. And I'm like, bro, they're so sick. (laughs)
2: Thanks. Yeah, it's, it's been a lot of fun. Actually, um, I do. Uh, I'm part of the car community here in, in the UK, like the modified car community and stuff like that. And, um, you know, I've been doing my own photography. Like I like doing stuff myself. You know, I'm, yeah. I'm always a hands on guy. I've, I fix my car. I, I, you know, work on stuff around the house or whatever it is. I'll always try and do it myself first. And, you know, I've, I've been using Lightroom. Um, which is where I edit all of my photos for the car. And I was like, well, what's going to happen if I just slap a, a Tarkov screenshot in there and see what I can do, you know, mess around with the lighting and uh, change, like, depth of field effects and stuff like yeah. that. You know, nothing too crazy. Like, I'm not swapping anything out. I'm just taking what the game yep. gives us and just kind of, like, making it more suitable and more sort of, like, pleasing to the eye with with different, um, you know, like, shadow and highlights changes and stuff like that. Um, and, yeah, dude, it's it's been an amazing experience um the feedback from the community has been amazing like like you say seeing people say <laughs> you know how did you get these these images my game doesn't look like that and it's like yep. it does look like that when you max it out i know obviously yeah i do you know <laughs> we can't all play with with maxed out settings and stuff but you know if you max it out and and take a couple of screenshots here and there guys like you'll have the exact same thing the only thing i'm doing different is i'm just you know using a little bit of uh exposure and a little bit of highlight shadows and and some depth of field tricks. That is literally it. But you know, it's it's amazing to Dude. to see how far the game has come. You it's know, so funny. Case.
0: It's so funny. People are always like, "Oh my God, your game looks so good. How do you have your like? How does your game look so good?" It's like I just I just don't turn all the settings off. You know what I mean? It's like I have a thirty ninety and I get sixty frames per second. That's how my game looks so good. You know what I mean? It's like I'd rather I would rather sacrifice the ten fifteen FPS for like a more aesthetically pleasing game. And especially since yeah, I'm like on a dime always grabbing screenshots for thumbnails i want them to look as good as possible so it's just so funny because a lot of people always like how do you get the max fps it's like we'll turn everything off it's like but why does your game look so good it's like i don't turn everything off like just yeah <laughs> yeah.
2: yeah i mean you, you can't have your cake and and eat it do you know what i mean yeah. like when it comes to this sort of thing it's all uh it's just like a trade-off isn't it if you want yeah. it to look great you know you're going to sacrifice some of those frames because yeah. your pc is working harder to deliver such quality
0: yeah
2: each frame right but if you you know you you know how it is, guys. But yeah, it's it's been great, man. The response from the community has been incredible, and you know it's it's been a lot of fun and um, seeing people's positive comments about the game and how the game looks like. It, it's yeah. I just think it's great. It's nice to see some some positivity and and, and good energy for sure.
1: Do for sure. you have your your post effects like no post effects on when you take the the raw pictures that you then edit later, or do you actually have some post effects? Um, I have no
2: post effects at all. And I don't play with post effects either
1: nice right on yeah yeah so regarding frames like i found that over 60 fps like unless there's one of those stutters yeah. where all of a sudden it jumps down to <laughs> 30 or 40 or whatever the difference between 60 and 150 fps i feel no difference like i don't notice when i'm playing tarkov it, it all yeah. just feels the same. most of me. the
0: time i agree like i like people ask me what my fps is and i, I genuinely don't know like i don't know how to respond because i'm like i i keep it off so often and it's anywhere between depending on where i'm looking on any map anywhere between like 65 and 85 and i don't know and yeah of course if i go labs or factory i'm gonna get 120 and normally that's when i feel and i'm like ah look at this nice and smooth because it's like 120 consistent but yeah i don't i don't i don't know i i'm not worried too much about frames
1: But I'm gonna have to mess around with Lightroom though for sure. And that that's one thing that uh I'm so I'm such a noob when it comes to photography, videography, and like image editing. Like I've I've spent the last couple of years just like learning even basic video editing. Yeah. And it wasn't until the audio video that I did was the first time I actually like looked at the ISO of a fucking camera and the (laughs) That's so funny. You know, and even That's then so it like funny. wasn't perfect, but I, I was pretty happy. Um, I was actually I mean, I, I lied, you know, ISO and is like one of the few things I've ever touched because yeah. it's just like the easiest way to like make something brighter. You know, yep. um, it really surprised me. You know, like one of the things I've, I've w- wondered for so long is how do these photos, how do these pictures, you know, whether they're headshots or whatever, why do they look so good? And it blows my mind that it's like, oh, just turn the ISO down to 200 and then have a buttload of lights. Yep. It never occurred to me that that, you know what I mean? That that was the case. I'd always have the ISO at 1600 and then it's like, oh, I don't need any lights, but it also looks like shit. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> you know? But it just never occurred to me, you know, yep. until I went and actually looked at some of the lighting and I, I I literally just Googled like Rembrandt lighting tutorial like 10 minutes before I recorded the voiceover. <laughs> that's that so funny that's um, so funny yeah dude I got
0: just like really quick nerd n- nerd moment here towards the end of me being able to do like my videography work that I did I got to work so like you know how like cameras you can shoot or you can shoot in raw and the raw picture is normally a lot flatter but it has a lot more information there with which is a lot better for editing well I got to film in raw so like shooting video is just 24, 30, 60, 40 pictures in a second right that's all it is but i got to work with some cameras that filmed in raw and uh like red cameras no they were black magic cameras but uh which are like the affordable red cameras but that meant like the flex so like in a picture that in a on a picture when you take in raw that means adjusting things like tint is a non-destructive edit you're not manipulating the, the picture you're just manipulating the information around the picture there's that same thing uh in video in premiere i could adjust the iso of my footage yeah in post like it was just it was insane i could change the ISO of the camera in premiere while i was editing the video it was nuts it, it feels was like to me that's not
1: like similar to like vector graphics yes, in a way like
0: infinitely scalable dude it was it was so fun but nerd stuff aside How's Tarkov been feeling for you recently, Dan? We're like three months into twelve twelve. How you been vibing it? Yeah. Or man. are you just playing Elden Ring and you're like, screw Tarkov? <laughs> nah, I've got
2: honestly, mate, I've got like five hours in Elden Ring. I can't <laughs> get to grips <laughs> with it, dude. It's like I was <laughs> like, Dan, try it, try it. And I was like, you know, the only real experience I've had with like a Soulsborne game was Neo. I played quite a bit of Neo okay. one and two, and I really enjoyed it. You know, what i mean he's Neo. Fan of- it's like a Japanese yeah. medieval um, kind oh. of. Was uh, it made by them from Soft?
0: Did they make that game, or was it like a? I
2: think it's. I think it's Ninja Theory. Okay. I've, I might be completely talking on my ass. I don't know. About, it, I'm. I'm
0: with you though. I have no experience with it either. It's.
2: It's good. It's good. I definitely check it out. Um, I got on a lot better with Neo than I did with. Uh, with. Um, Elden Ring, <laughs> um, I just got absolutely destroyed. Like I, I got to the 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 boss on the bridge, I think his name's like uh, some crazy name. I don't know. And I was like super underleveled and it (laughs) pissed me off. I was like, why can't I beat this boss? Because I'm here. I didn't, it didn't occur to me like being, uh, being like the first kind of open world game in this kind of thing that I've experienced. Like it didn't occur to me that I could just go off and and do something else. I was just like, I have to beat this boss. I have to. And it just pissed me off so much. And I was like, right, we're going to go just do something else. And then, uh I, like I say I, I've got about five hours or so in, in Elden Ring um beautiful game I'm not 100% you know it hasn't clicked for me yet so I totally back, get that you know yeah exactly and I jump back into Tarkov um obviously I'm like 99.99% uh Tarkov uh on stream or well, video games in general yeah uh, for the last four years um but yeah no to answer your question um it's been uh, it's been awesome. It's been a lot of fun. Like I've really enjoyed the now. I'm, I know there's a lot of going on with regards to like weapon balancing and ammo and inertia and all this sort of thing. Um, but what I will say is like, in spite of these things that are happening in the game at the moment, you know, it it's made me go okay. So this isn't working for me at the moment. You know, five five six isn't working for me right now. I'm gonna go and try different stuff. Do you know what I'm yeah. saying? And, and for me um whenever i'm i'm posed with like a problem or or an issue or like you know oh here's a change in what you're used to i'll go hmm okay how can i get how can i get around this issue rather than yeah. you know beat myself up and and you know if if, if i'm using 556 and it's not working i'll go use 760 neo or yeah okay. i'll try 545 or 9 mil or 45 or whatever it is you know um <laughs> so i i think uh 1212 for me has been a really good opportunity to like branch out, you know, use DMRs, yep. use bolt action sniper rifles. Like my bolt action skill is the highest it's ever been <laughs> in four and a half years because you know not only have we got the rogues to to you know practice sniping on and stuff like that, but you know the, my usual weapons and stuff that I that I usually use just have kind of taken a back seat, and I'm I'm really yep. enjoying just like the variety of what's available and. um, yeah man Lighthouse is an incredible location um inertia feels good I think uh, it's not perfect by any stretch of the imagination but like the the idea like the concept of having (laughs) weight having mass to your character is I think a really important concept to nail and I think BSU will get it right um you know but for me personally like I don't mind man I'll just deal with it you know (laughs) yeah it doesn't. It doesn't bother me, dude. Like, it, it, if if I get posed with a problem in Tarkov, I'll just work through it. Do you know what I'm saying? And nah,
1: dude. If you don't like it, if you don't like it, you need to demand that it gets changed <laughs> on
2: Twitter and Reddit exclusively. Yeah, well, of course,
0: you know, you need them. Uh, them Twitter likes. Um, <laughs> no, I feel you, man, and I and I agree. I feel. I think it feels good, and I think. I, I I think that's just like a mentality thing that I agree. Like I I like trying new things. You know what I mean. So you don't normally catch me, being like, oh man, I miss the like I miss the golden age of the you know X gun, the HK, the M4, the Vector, the whatever. I like trying new things. Like you know what I mean. And I and I think Absolutely. like well we've been talking about and Veritas we've talked about the other day. Um, like, how much the recoil numbers are, like, so arbitrary and so meaningless. Like, you know what I mean? 33 recoil on a Vector feels so different than on an HK, which feels different than an M4 and a Mutant, and even between guns that shoot the same caliber, 33 vertical. Like, it's just, it's a meaningless, meaningless number. So when people are always asking me, like, what's a good... Like gun build. I'm always just like, dude, go with what you feel. And what's mm. crazy is that, like, over the past two weeks, the gun that I've gone on the most streaks with, the most like eight, nine, ten, like PvP focused streaks with has been the AK 101. One of like most least used guns in the game. And it's just like I get it back in insurance, and I'm like, I'll run this, die with it, and then run something else. And my six-hour stream will be over, and I'll be like well, we still have the AK one Oh one. And it's like, I don't know why the numbers, whatever. It's just fun. It just feels good to me. It shoots slow enough. It like, it's like, Hmm, I like it. So yeah. I, and, and nobody uses the AK one Oh one. You know what I mean? So I, I like that too. I like just being confronted with like, Oh, this is different now. Well, what else is good then maybe, you know what I mean?
2: Yeah. I absolutely agree, man. Yeah.
1: Nothing feels better than the SR 25 for me. (sighs) Yeah. Uh, right now feels real good. Um, the sr twenty five and just any of the seven sixty two by thirty-nine variants, they just feel they feel solid. Um there's been a lot of a lot of content and stuff. I know Tweak recently made a video, a lot of people that have been talking about US ammo, which for the longest time was a fucking meme yeah. because of uh, all of the during during all of the debacles <laughs> with FOV and zeroing yeah. and everything, when I did the testing and you found out that like at a hundred yards If you wanted to shoot at 100 yards, if you had like an LPVO, you would need to zero for like 300 and aim like seven mil dots high. Yeah. And then you then you'd hit like your target because it just dropped so much. It was God awful. Um, And then uh, I mean, that's what that was the one round that really made it obvious. (laughs) that there were issues with zeroing because it was the only bullet that had such a drastic change in velocity within one caliber. Most of the, most of the bullets are all, you know, either they're all subsonic or, you know, it's supersonic. Is that the opposite of subsonic Mm -hmm. supersonic? Um, yeah. Or they were, you know, maybe within 20, 25, 30 meters per second. Whereas that was like 350 meters per second <laughs> compared to all of the other uh three oh uh seven six two by thirty-nine rounds, which uh you know, usually like twice that. Yep. Um
0: but then they but added yeah, the yeah, recoil. Guess, That's what they yeah, added. Yeah, so Minus video, thirty
1: recoil. Yeah, so his video showed how basically like you can have a modestly modified AK build or mutant build. Um, with like a drum mag full of us and because i think it's limited to like something ridiculous like you can buy like 900 yeah. or 700 per reset or whatever um and i think it has 29 pen which is not bad i mean it's not amazing but it's not bad and it was just that it has like no recoil um yep. or at least compared to most 762 by 39 although i have been working on the next episode of history of tarkov and looking back at point seven, point eight, point nine. the recoil there is like that's no recoil yeah. <laughs> um, yeah but uh but yeah you can just fucking unload a whole drum mag full without any problem I, I ended up trying it out and it was just like not that it's bad but there's very few cases maybe if i was with a squad and i wanted to lay down suppressing fire yeah but there's very few cases where i want to be shooting 5 10 15 bullets a time i'd rather have ps ammo and just go like tap 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 at you know at their head rather than hold down mouse one that's the thing though is that like so i did a video on this recently too uh
0: it's the same thing it's like ps has 32 pen and us has 29 pen so i would sacrifice three pen for 30 recoil all day you know what i mean because like I can just, like... Because the minus 30 recoil means I can just hit you in the face more often. You know what I mean? Like, consistently. Instead of going pop, pop, I can just hold it down. And just, like... So me and Seal ran it the other day, and we were just, like, laying out people. And it's only one flesh damage difference, too. Okay, that's that's what I was going to check. Yeah, one less, one less than PS on flesh, three less than PS on um, pen. And you can buy 800 or reset. So, it is basically just for the memes. It's the full auto... Like, you know, I mean, run factory, run dorms, run sh- sh- Shoreline Resort. And it's just like you can just hold mouse one and swing corners and you're aim punching people and they just like can't they can't shoot you back. It's so fun. Well,
1: yeah, good luckily, old days. <laughs> <yeah>. <laughs> luckily, I've been able to I, I haven't run out of BP, so I've I've just been running that Bro, but, um, Yeah, I
0: have like 3000 rounds. I don't even know where they came from. The rogue spawn with them so often.
1: Yeah, for me, um, I, I finally like bit the bullet and did the thing that I haven't wanted to do for like ever, which is every time I get <laughs> out of a raid, it's like I look at all the traders and go buy shit for like a week from now, you know? Right? Like, yeah. I basically will go therapist and I'll buy out all the propitals, saluas, and a labs card, and then I'll go over to Prapor and I'll buy um, BP seven sixty two by thirty nine. And then I go to uh what the hell's the peacekeeper? And I will buy um all of the M eighty rounds. I don't buy M sixty two unless I'm really, really low. You know, if I have like a bunch of DMRs and I'm really low, then maybe I'll spend it's just they're so fucking expensive. Eight dollars a round is ridiculous. Yeah. Um, but yeah, so I've just been going around, I don't usually buy five, five, six, but I do go, I do go to skier and buy the eight, five, five, a one, the 90. Yeah. Um, it's like 500 rubles. Yeah. Yeah. But, uh, as annoying as it is because I end up, I, I just don't want to do it because what happens is I, I find I, I end up with so much extra shit at some <laughs> point where it's yeah. like, Oh, you know, I, I just don't want to use m4s anymore and i've got five thousand rounds of ammo and it's like ugh, and i just end up selling it because i you know don't want to buy any more ammo cases or whatever um, Yep, but it's been paying off yep
0: It dude it's absolutely worth it. i do the same thing i've got ammo cases full of stuff it's just it's just so that i can run whatever i want whenever i want it if i want to switch to a p90 if i want to switch to 556 if i want to switch it's not like oh i can buy 90 rounds and that's it you know what i mean i can just know that i've got the stuff because it's weird yeah it-
2: it's nice, you know, I think it's great that we have the option to kind of stock up as we can. Like, I know that, you know, personal limits, global <coughs> limits and whatnot, uh, that, you know, they they've, these these mechanics have come under scrutiny quite a, quite a lot. Um, and rightly so. You know, I, I think it can be very frustrating for a lot of players that want to run certain ammo or they want to, you know, they've got uh, only a certain time to play. Maybe they can't get on so often to, yeah. you know, to buy stuff from the traders. Um, but I, I think, you know, the the positive side of... These limits and exactly what I was saying previously, it kind of makes you go, Right, I'm running out of 762 NATO now. What am I going to switch to next? I know yeah. I'm going to go and try 45 for a bit. I'm going to go for like some nine millimeter rip. And by the time I've burnt through that ammo, Mechanic's going to be back up. I can buy some, you know, whatever I, I want from Mechanic or, I, you know, Peacekeeper's going to be back up with the M80, um, which is a f- phenomenal round for the price, by the way. And I hope. Yeah. BSG don't hear this because <laughs> you know I have been holding on to that round for the last like you know two or three years and it's, 100%. and it's so good for the price like M80 dude is is you know even after the the thorax HP buff that you guys will remember um, you know you used to want up the thorax pretty much yeah consistently and you'd be running around with an SA58 just destroying <laughs> and people um, but even now uh, and especially now with twelve twelve because of the lack of um you, you, we're not really seeing class five and six armors as, as much as previous ones yep. you know everyone's running the the mmac or the strandhog um and, and stuff like that and uh it's i think a lot of people are com- uh, commenting on the the balance and stuff like this at the moment but i think the beauty of the situation like just looking at the positive of the current situation is like we have so much more variety at least in my experience like i'm seeing yeah. people run weapons that i haven't seen in a long time yeah. you know it's it's been really really cool
1: i yeah. still don't understand all of this balanced conversation stuff like <laughs> honestly uh, we have more options than we ever have but yeah it feels exactly as balanced as it's always been right like yeah back in the day when nobody was using the val and the vss and then all of a sudden it became the meta for yeah. whatever reason it was like it's been good for the last two years and nobody used it for whatever reason. Yes. Um 762
0: BP, 762 BP's stats I don't think have changed for like ever. It's just like there was that wipe where they gave us like 600 rounds of it at the beginning of the wipe, so everybody was using it and because everyone was using uh, it, everyone's like yo this is OP and it's like it has always been this good. You were just told by whatever YouTube or Twitch that this gun was better, so you use this gun and you never use this gun. Yeah, the uh, that's something I was going to bring up, um, but like it's so funny to see it's so funny to see the uh, how polarizing those opinions are uh, of like like Dan. I kind of align with you where I'm using. I feel like I'm using more guns than normal, and not just like zoning in on like the M4, the HK. The M4 was my crutch for five six wipes i love the m4 dude because you can mod it out so many different ways and it was all still good most of these guns have like one meta build and everything else is kind of harder to use and so i loved the m4 for that but now i don't have that crutch i feel like i'm using a lot (coughs) but now on twitter there's so much of this like There's so much of that, like the gun needs balancing, like it's, there's, it's so inconsistent. I'm only dying to 7.62 BP. I'm only dying to M62. And it's really, I don't know, man. It's really interesting to hear how that is because I, at the end of the day, and I've even, cause last week Veritas, you, I was like mauling. I was like so pissed at like this whole thread on twitter just from so many people about how like tarkov feels terrible and the gun balance is awful and pvp is terrible and i'm I'm just and i was thinking like how could you be having that experience my experience with this wipe has been so much fun and i've actually this past week i've been like dming these guys because i like adjacently know a lot of these guys or interact with them or like their youtube videos or whatever so a lot of times i'll like dm them and when you get down to it there's like so much more to it a lot of times people are just like malding on twitter which is understandable right sometimes yeah. you just want a place to just like yell or whatever and a lot of the times if you get down to it i feel like there's two things there's one where uh, there's a lot more common ground between the like chads and the rats than people think when you get down to it and then two i think the other thing is that it's just applying a different mindset to the game like Tarkov, I just don't feel, and I could be wrong here, I just don't feel like Tarkov is a game engineered to be min-maxed. Like, we've talked about gun balance before and how, like, there will never be gun balance. There will never be gun balance like there's gun balance in Valorant, right? Because in Valorant, there's, like, 12 guns. And because of that, they can balance them so well. But in Tarkov, there's there's 150 guns, there's new guns coming in every patch, there's new calibers coming every other patch, you know, Nikita's like, I want all the guns, and it's just like, there, there will never be gun balance, there will never be gun balance, because there's just too many guns, there's too many calibers, each caliber has too many rounds, it's impossible, and so, if you min-max Tarkov, yeah, it's like basically use 762 BP or M62 because M61 is like you just can't get enough of it. And if you've got 8,000 rounds and you've already got Kappa, you're probably only dying to 762 BP because you're killing everybody that's not as good as you. Like when people say they only die to 762 BP, it's like I die to stuff all the time because I'm not running around with wrist tees and forts. I'm not as good as you. I die to all sorts of calibers, man. You know what I mean? But you just kill all those people. And then the only guy that's able to kill you has 7.62 BP or M M62. So we, I feel like we've got these, like, vastly different experiences from the guys who are—I'm not saying it's wrong. You can do whatever you want. You can want—but, like, they apply this min-max mentality to Tarkov, and I just feel like those people will never really truly be satisfied, I think, because I just don't think it's possible to balance this many guns.
1: I don't know. No, as soon as you balance them, I mean— yeah there's too many options and there's there's nothing they can do uh well I mean here's part of it I think it's actually far more balanced already than they think in many ways, given that pretty much every gun there's a round that'll kill you in one to two shots, yeah, so like um I, I, yeah i i don't know like when the time to kill is so fast in this game unless you're comparing a makarov to you know yeah a, a sr-25 i just don't i just don't see it like yeah. pretty much every gun is viable yes um and and especially if you're aiming for the head one to two bullets and pretty much anybody's dead yeah. with you know the the top couple of rounds um otherwise you know Forty percent of a second, someone's done. Yeah. If you're just spraying center mass, like with a, um, you know, any of the SMGs. Yeah. So, yeah. I mean, I just don't. I just don't really see like what, what people are. And again, I, I, I'm not actually like seeing the what people are are saying. The ones who are complaining about the balance. Yeah. Like what, what are people? Complaint is it different than back in the day people were complaining about the VSS being everywhere, or they were complaining about um the 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 foul, you know, the SA 58 being everywhere, or the HK being everywhere? Is it just the same shit, or is yeah. it different?
0: I mean, the, the, the sentiment is largely there are only two good guns that are usable, and it's the you know, the SR 25 and the mutant, or you know, insert DMR here, like the M1A, and it's like. And it, the the sentiment once again, whether it's like everybody just needs a good mold sometimes, or whether these people genuinely think that the sentiment is largely like that's it. Like like if you want to be good, you have to use seven six two BP or M six two, but that's it. And it's like no, but you know what I mean?
1: <laughs> yeah, I mean obviously that's just not the case. Yeah, um, but. That just happens to be what a lot of people are using because it's like trendy or whatever. Yeah. Uh, if somebody went and made a video talking about how, you know, the P ninety was the best <laughs> thing and look at the look at the ammo and look at these builds and how great they are, then all of a sudden a bunch of people would be using it, and then all of a sudden you'd be dying to it and you'd be yeah. looting it a whole lot more, and then it would feel like everybody was using it, which is exactly what happened with the Val. Yeah. The Val <laughs> was exactly what happened with the MP seven when it you know started to be yeah um yeah. a lot better with some of the ammo buffs that came out, but. My my issue mostly to to come back to what Dan was talking about earlier, um, I, I don't mind. It's one of those things like the, not quite the rich get richer or the grass is greener, but some of the issues with with limits on things, they, the 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 spotlight is shined directly on them when you die three raids in a row. Yeah, like when I go and I say, okay, I'm sick of dying. I'm having a bad couple of days. You know, I keep going through my gear, and I'm so sick of having to just build kits. Like, I just, I've been doing viewer kits because I can't stand dying to some bullshit and then going to having having to buy all the stuff again. Right? The, the worst part, one of the worst parts of this game is how it's like, okay, let's say I wanted to build. Back in the day, you used to be able to buy ten full kits worth of stuff. Build, yeah, ten of the same gun. You know, and it, it just made it so that you can play the game a bunch. Um, and, and and not have to worry about constantly spending time in traders and, and, and building guns. And, you know, there comes a point where you just want to raid. Yep. So when you go and you want to... You build a gun in the preset system, and as shitty as it is, and then you go and it's like, oh, there's... The hand grip has a limit of three. <laughs> the optic has a limit of two. The gun has a limit of two. And then the ammo, you know you can maybe buy 180 rounds and then it's like, so you build two of them and then you've got, you know, some parts left over or whatever you die two raids in a row. And now it's like, I guess I can't, I can't run three or (laughs) eight anymore because I went through all of the reasonably priced rounds and I died instantly with the two guns. Um, And then I'm like, okay, I guess I'm I'll go and use MP sevens or whatever. So I buy a bunch of magazines, spend a shit ton of money on the ammo, and then if I go and die a couple of times, it's like, well, now I can't use that anymore, and I yep. got to go to something else. <laughs> so that's where that's where the limits really bother me. Um, it's just so inconvenient. Yeah, but I don't know what do you guys think.
2: Yeah, yeah. I'm sorry. No, go ahead. I was gonna say. I mean, yeah, it is inconvenient, but like, you know, being fucking stuck in uh, you know, a shitty post-conflict barricaded, blockade yeah, yeah, region yeah. isn't very convenient either. So it's, <laughs> like, I, I, I kind of, I'm always so torn. I'm always so torn between yeah. realism, realism, <laughs> <and> <laughs> gameplay. Yeah, <laughs> do you know what I mean? Like, I'm always, yeah. always torn between the two. And whenever I think about something in Tarkov, I always kind of, um, I try and balance it in my brain. I'm like, you know what what does the realistic side of this mechanic yeah. bring and what does the you know what effect does that have on the gameplay and that kind of like thinking of it in that way kind of helps me to form my opinion um you know by by weighing up the pros and cons of both sides and then going you know this is how i feel about it you know it, it, it's really annoying for anybody that comes by the stream because they're like they're like hey Dan you know I've got five <laughs> seconds break at work what do you think about this and I'm like hmm and then I pull up a spreadsheet and I'm like measuring stuff and I'm you know checking out the talk of law and I'm like well does it fit into the law and it's mm-hmm. like oh there there should only be eight hundred of these rifles and it's you know it's uh it's it's a tricky one isn't it because you know sometimes you just want to play yeah and you want to use the SA58 so you want to just have a shit ton of SA58s but like you can't like you just can't yeah. That dude, do you know what I mean? And it's it's a it's a tricky one. And it's like, well, you know, we get back to the problem solving issue. It's like I'm dying a lot, and I'm losing. You know, I'm losing all my ammo that I'm wanting to use. So you have got two choices. Do you, you know, do you t- do you take in one less magazine on a raid? Do you take in like a backup, like a backup shotgun? Do you take a sidearm for taking out the scavs? Like I've been running a little USP um, 45. Doing, uh, you know, I'll, I'll I'll take like a loud scar H or something. And then if I come up against a scav, I'll just like pull out the USP and I'll go like solid snake. And I'm just like, <laughs> and like just having a good time. And then, you know, when when I do come up across like uh, a PMC or a player scav or something, you know, someone that you can't just have a bit of fun with a pistol with and you actually go, okay, I got to fucking pay attention now. Yeah. Um, I'll pull out the Scar H and, and you know, if I if I, if I I burn through all my <laughs> ammo, then I'm like, ah, shit, you know, I've got no ammo left. Uh, I'm going to have to run something out the next raid. But it, it, it's tricky because... There's nothing fun, there's nothing engaging, especially in Tarkov when you lose not necessarily long term, but it's it's like the short term loss of that stuff, because yep. it's like I can't use that now. Like I have to fucking I have to
1: buy all my other stuff. Do you know what it's I mean? It's a loss of time though. That's the thing. Yeah. I don't care about losing the gear. I've mm. never like not never, but at yeah. least in the last like two years, I don't care about losing gear. I completely have no gear fear, but it's like it's the time. The time. It's it's you. I want to play the game. Yeah. So it's a combination of there's so many aspects of the game and how it's designed and everything that have like one particular goal, where there's a million other things that totally contradict that. Right. Like <laughs> they want you to be limited to using certain things, but the problem is is that that affects the individual person a hundred thousand times more significantly than the community. Like yeah. you're always gonna run into four dudes running mutants in a customs raid or SR25s. It's not like there's a shortage. Yeah, there's an infinite amount. It's just you can't yeah. you can't use it, you yeah. know. So when you get fucked by the game because of the things that are video game mechanics, right? Bugs, the shitty AI, all of yeah. those issues, the unluckiness of the pure randomness of the game. Yeah, and then you're stuck like dealing with the preset system and the trader limits and oh god like dude i can't imagine how miserable it would be if i only had two hours to play the game you know if i was just a normal player um
0: and i think that's absolutely it like there's it's there's so many things that feed into that issue and feed into what makes that feel bad and i think like (laughs) Dan, you brought up such a good point and i constantly like vacillate between these two as well it like So much of it comes down to what you expect out of the game and what you expect your experience to be. Like, if you were playing Stalker and you bought a gun and you died and you bought a gun and you died, and and I don't know how the—obviously, I don't know how. I've never played Stalker, so I don't know how it works. But, like, if you're playing a game like Stalker and you walked up and he was sold out of a thing that you wanted to get— you just immediately go, oh, well, what does he have? What do I have access to? I guess I have to use this. Ugh, how is that going to make me play differently because I only have this now? It's like an int- it just um, automatically you, you go into that because your expectation of that is, is different. It's more you're like more immersed in this world and just like, but uh, Tarkov oftentimes gives off this vibe or at least, you know, people do. of the, It's almost like this arena shooter. It's all about the PVP. And so I want to be able to, I want to use the best. I want to use this gun. I want to use this. And then that can make that experience completely different and then on top of that there's exactly so many things me and veritas come back to this so many times we're like this might be a realistic thing or this might be like a better game mechanic but as long as these other really bad game mechanics are in the game it like negates any value that this thing would provide and like a great example of that that we've been talking about recently is with the scavs like You know, the scav AI is so bad that it can negate other valuable assets of the game. Like, you know, if you have a, like, found in Raid, needing to find a thing for a quest that's found in Raid. That is a cool mechanic when you think about the intensity that brings. I found the thing I need, the last Amelia Rye croutons. Like, this raid is automatically 10 times more intense. Yes. And when I get, you know, schwa laid from 200 meters by a Makarov <laughs> scav, that has negated the fun that was gonna come from that raid i didn't get a chance i didn't get a chance to react there was no lessons from beyond the grave let's break this down what i should I, no that's bullcrap so on top of the like not identity crisis but on top of the like tarkov is just so interesting because it functions sometimes so well as a fast-paced arena shooter and it functions sometimes so well as this like immersive world where everything is breaking down you have these two things and then on top of those things are like these terrible thing the audio is terrible the ai is terrible and sometimes it like negates that and and then that 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 a lot of times drives that frustration you feel Veritas where it's like you died to crazy netcode you died to a no audio and then you died to a scav boss and then you go back and you're like well, now I can't buy the gun I was trying to get. The game just screwed me over three times in a row and I can't use the gun that I set out to use. Okay, cool. And it all, Especially like, if
1: the quest requires
0: it. Yes, and it's all like, yeah, and then that's a whole other level. So it all like wraps up into like, it's so much more complicated, but, but, I, but I, I don't know. I do think that's a good point that it like, you know, if we were playing a single player version of Tarkov Russia 2028 and the gun you need is sold out, you're just like, oh, your ex- your expectation is different going into it. And so, I don't know. There's, it's just there's so much to it. There's so much to it.
1: A different perspective on this, um, I, I might shed light on kind of part of my frustrations. Um, remember how back in the day, the flea market sales when when it was the the bot apocalypse, all the scripters oh, yeah. and everything that everybody was wrong about for so long. Yeah. Um. When you put something up for sale and there would be a 60 second countdown, yeah, that would mean a hundred percent of the players looking to buy the thing would all have their mouse ready to click purchase on <laughs> the one item, yeah. So to 99.9 percent of the players, it would seem like fall, never buy it, like it's a macro, you know, the macro beat me, and it's like. Now, just the one guy yeah, out of the to, ten thousand. Yeah, that that yeah, someone <laughs> it, someone has to be first yeah, yeah. someone <laughs> has to press it first and when the quantity is one what are your chances you it's one over the number of people waiting to buy the thing it's the reason why now when you list stuff it comes up instantly which means it's always popping up so and if i try to buy the first item i'll almost always get it's already been purchased because by the time I've gotten to the screen, looked at the thing, looked at the price, and go to hit purchase, it's been bought already. Yeah. But if I if I buy the third thing on the list every time, I almost never run into the yeah. I never I never run unless I'm sitting on the screen, talking to my wife or whatever, and then it's so it's been up and unrefreshed. Yeah. Um. So the part of the problem is with the trader limits and the reset times for a lot of people and a lot of items. Imagine if it wasn't ninety minutes and everything comes back into stock and your limits reset and if things were constantly coming in and there was a a proper like limit and yeah you know i don't know if it wasn't just on a fucking timer that wasn't 90 minutes if you have 90 minutes and you want to you're like today i'm gonna spend you know an hour playing the game and i want to run the sr 25 i've been thinking about it all day and you build two of them or or the mutant right you build the two that you can buy and you get Cocked by the game or cheaters or you know you just got outplayed. It's like, oh, I've I've spent eleven minutes playing the game and now I can't do the thing I wanted to do.
0: Yeah.
1: Ugh, that's just feels so shitty, you know?
0: Um I will say, I, I actually want to ask both of you guys this. So th- the other side of this is like how much because we're talking a lot about like guns, which that makes a lot of sense. Um like you're saying, like if they came in more frequently but in smaller amounts, there's something like that then that would help. Like, with the... I feel like either there's way less people playing Tarkov right now or they increase the global limit. Like, how much before it goes off. Like, I can boot up Tarkov at any point in the day. And go buy 90 rounds of 55 a A1 from Skier. Like even if there's only 10 minutes left in his timer, I can buy my 90 rounds, and then he resets in 10 minutes, and I can buy my 90 rounds. Like I, in the past, like two weeks, there hasn't been a single thing I've gone to buy and it's sold out. Unless there's maybe like 10 minutes or less. Like yeah, they the may global have limits
1: in, are less of an issue.
0: They may sure have now. increased them, which is nice because that was that was at least half the problem. Where it was like I missed it. I'm you know I mean I'm here. Three minutes after the reset and I can't get my ammo because it's all sold out already. That issue I feel like they I don't know, fixed. It feels like the I don't know if you guys have a different experience of stuff still sold out for you, but that feels better for me.
1: No, unless it's like the black key card, which everybody comes yeah. in and they're like, I can never buy it. Um <laughs> but uh but yeah, I think the global the global i mean, I guess maybe what I was talking about too affects more of the global the global limits. I don't know. Uh to me I it's I maybe less about that and more about just needing to wait you know like for peacekeeper two hours and 20 minutes you know how easy it is to 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 lose to go through 150 rounds of oh yeah you know and and if you're not going to spend eight or fourteen dollars a round um to have to wait two hours and 23 minutes to be able to like run 308 again when you get completely fucked you know it's like it's only not an issue if you have survived every raid for the last two hours and 23 minutes and you're running the gun, you know, and you've run out of ammo like that yeah. is less. It feels less bad than when you don't get to use the things that you bought and you hit the limit. Yeah. I don't know if there's a solution to that or, or not. You know, I, I don't know. But anyway, we don't have to. Yeah. We don't have to go on with that. <laughs> that no, I mean
0: I, yeah, I suspect that it really just goes back to how everything just spider webs into each other. Like when we were talking about when we were talking about the 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 guys that complained that the, the there's only two viable guns. Like I bet if they didn't change the any guns, any ammo like values, pen or cha- but I bet if they changed the recoil mechanics, like that would be a completely different thing. Like, you know what I mean? Like I, people think that they should buff a gun, but like if they made that system better, I bet that would make people feel better. And it's the same thing where it's like, if they fix the, these things, these other things, the networking and the scavs and stuff like that, then that means less like needless deaths, less like completely getting cocked by the game. And that makes it feel better. Cause you feel like you can, your stuff lasts longer. It also informs like that complete that informs how I loot by the way. Like I have I'm beginning like absolutely hammered by my chat nonstop because I normally have like 12 slots in my inventory at any given time. My stash is full to the brim. I don't like to buy cases either. I'm not one of those like 12 thick case Andes. To me, cases are loot graveyards because I get a case I fill it up and then I fill the rest of my stash up with loot and then I use that <laughs> readily available loot and I never opened a case I got my thick Every items time. case. I got my thick items case from the quest I filled it with armor I've never used a piece of armor out of it ever because it's just like but I have some armor right here why well, double click on, on my thick case I've got armor right here anyways it informs how I loot and what I keep like the reason I've never once experienced that like in the past three wipes Veritas is I don't buy guns I just, I have 60 of them without the pistol grips But you also play
1: squads (laughs) and you insure your shit, so you get so much back in insurance. Once a day, I'll maybe get back one rig and one gun. Yeah, but, like, when you, when I,
0: when I get out of a raid thick, I don't sell any of the guns. You know what I mean? I just take the pistol grips off, and it's like, so now if I can't... must be nice to get out of a (laughs) raid thick. (laughs) So now it's, uh... So, like, you know what I mean? So, like, that's part of it, too, is, like, I loot like there's like the way I loot and the way I keep my stash it's like there is no flea market like there are no traders like I loot like I am everything. Like, I'm going to keep every round of ammo. I'm going to keep all the guns. I'm going to keep... I've got weapon cases just full of attachments. Every time I find a good... Like, the waffle. I don't run 545 five AKs very often, but every time I find the waffle suppressor, I take that off and I put it in a weapon case. Because so it's like, when I want to run it, I don't want to spend 100K on the flea market for a waffle suppressor. I'm just going to... I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to need this one day. And so that's how... And so my stash is just full of full kits all the time. Always. I've got armor, helmets, guns, pistol grips, mags, ammo, always. And I so rarely have to buy any of that from the flea market or from the traders, because I just like to... No, and My stash is atrociously full, but I just... I don't know. I, I, It informs how I loot and how I play, and I play like that. Like, everything is scarce. And I don't know. I just like... I like it. I
2: think that's a good way to look at it, honestly. Um, you know, especially with the setting of the game, it's like... You know this is valuable if you if you remember back you know when the flea market was first implemented you know you could buy basically anything at any point whenever there was no oh my god essence of of scarcity or yeah you know it was just like okay i want to run this i'm just going to get a billion rounds of whatever and off we go at like level seven or something um and you know i i think at the moment like the the sort of illusion of scarcity (laughs) Um, which kind of, you know, informs us to, to pick up as much as we can. Like, Oh, I found like 120 rounds of BS. Like exactly like what you're saying about the waffle suppressor. I don't really use 545 AKs, but I'm like, Oh, nice little box of, you know, 120 rounds of BS. I'll I'll keep it, man. Stick it in my container or in my bag or whatever, you know, get it back to the back to the stash and I'll just pop it in my, in my ammo uh, box. And it's, you know. Whenever I, I feel like same same with seven six two BP as well. I'm I'm constantly crafting it. So like if I ever want to run some seven sixty two BP or five four five BS or whatever, like I've just got this stash there, a stash of stuff. And yeah. I'll I'll run in the meantime like forty five AP, seven sixty two NATO. Uh fifty six A one has been I mean, five five six is absolutely dreadful for <laughs> some reason at the moment. But you know, if I'm gonna use five five six, I'll I'll run a bit of fifty five and fifty six A one. Yeah. Um, and yeah, I mean, it, it all circles around this kind of like this idea of you're not going to be able to run what you want all the time. Um, and, you know, different players are going to be affected by that idea differently. But I think the core idea is there. I think the core yeah. idea of like you're not going to be comfortable. You know, you're going to have to run stuff that
1: you might not want to run, you know. and But you can if you play all day. And you buy every reset and you survive a ton so that you can yeah. pick it up. You know what I mean? That's like there's, there's no scarcity. You said the illusion of scarcity. That's the problem is like you when the reason why they had all these limits, right, was to make things scarce. But when was the last time you looted someone that was more than level 20 that was running 855? Yeah, Nobody everybody all they do is they switch from gun to gun to gun and it's meta gun with the ammo and meta gun (laughs) to the ammo (laughs) there's no scarcity yeah we're at the point now where for sure it's the same five guns just over and over and over again with the same ammo and the same kind of attachments. so there there really isn't the scarcity you know what i mean even with the limits so yeah i I would much rather have it yeah. I would much rather have it be that you can't buy any of the fucking not no 855A1, no 856A1, no 995 on the traders and make it so that there's boxes. Because yeah. as long as as long as everybody is running 855 90% of the time, yeah. Well then it's a different game. The game will feel better because the fights will last longer and the when you do wear the shit that you have, you know, if you do have a level 5 armor, it's actually going to be meaningful you'll still die to people all the time and they'll be yeah. able to take it and they'll be excited, you know, but you'll die less to the, yeah. you know, the stock SKS guy who happens to get like the, you know, a, a, a chest or a stomach shot on you. Um, but no, yeah, see, that's the problem. It's I see all what the you're saying. We're happy. They're, they're all in, they're all in the game for a reason. Yeah. And they don't achieve that. All they do is just make it inconvenient and annoying. They don't achieve, I think, what they're set out to do, which is to make things scarce, yeah, you know, and to change the meta.
0: Yep. I I agree. We've got, like, we've got the seed of that, of that exactly like you were saying, pushing you to be uncomfortable, you can't use whatever you want whenever you want, but some of the leftover mechanics basically turn that into a game like you're saying Veritas if you if you can play the game of just bouncing around reset to reset in a week you have what i have which is an ammo box full of all the appropriate ammos and a few of each gun and so like you played the the game changed you played the game now you can use whatever you want whatever you want and the scarcity isn't there i think we took a step in the right direction by the flea market changes right like i can't buy we took a step but but I agree, man. Like, why, why is it that 80% of the ammo boxes I find in raid ketter ammo? Like, come on, baby, let's let's upgrade <laughs> this. Let's put some five five six out there, put some seven six two, and then yeah, maybe take some of these things away from the traders and create some real scarcity. I think we're moving in that direction. But uh but yeah. Yeah,
1: they're all it's all ammo that's good at level one traders and they're limitless. You yeah. know, yeah. The, the fucking yeah. nine by eighteen. Yeah. Yeah.
0: What are you gonna say, Dan?
2: I was just going to say, um, we also need to remember as well. Like, we can't get ahead of ourselves here. We play the game fucking twenty five hours a day. Do you know what I mean? Yes. Yeah. It's, it's a tricky <laughs> one in that sense as well, because like, what what portion of the player base realistically do we re- represent? You know, yeah. um, without seeing statistics, it's um, you know, maybe v maybe you've seen you know, like hard numbers and stuff like that with regards to how long people play. Maybe it's worth putting out a nice uh, like a poll or something. Um, and I, I saw a couple of guys in the chat as well saying, you know, I've got like two or three hours to play here and there. And the, the resets really affect me because, you know, we're, we've been seeing trader resets. Like, I think I, I think I saw a peacekeeper, like his next reset was like in two and a half hours. And yeah. for some people, like that's a whole play session. Yeah. That's like someone gets home from work. They, they have some dinner, you know, they say to the, to the, the partner or they look after the kid or the the pet or whoever goes to sleep and they're like, right, I'm going to play some talk of and they've got two and a half hours. Right. Yep. And they've got fucking, <laughs> <laughs> you got rounds 90 rounds. 80. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Do you know what I mean? And they're like, yep. Oh, well shit. And it, it's really, really tough because there's such, there's such a diverse for sure. And, and, and varied player base. Like Tarkov is full of people who have an hour a week who are, you know, still enjoying and, and trying to get yeah. into the game. And and you know, like I say, 20, 25 hours a day, and everybody's put in the same map, and yeah, like how do you how do you as a as a game designer, like how do you cater for that? How do you cater yes for the for the person that has one hour a day to play, and the person that has 25, 25 hours a day to play? How do you put them both in the same raid and try to deliver them both the the yeah. intended experience does that make by sense by making
1: it totally rng based by yes. making it so that pretty much every round can one tap you if they hit you in the ear or the face and how if you just sit there with your back in a corner and someone running by if you just go clink you can kill them that's all, the one of the best parts of the game and it's one of the worst parts yeah. of the game you know because <laughs> you spend 20 minutes going through the shitty menus and building the thing that yeah. you want and you're all excited and you know you and then you're running along and you're you're back in your menu again. It's like, oh, wow, that was fun gameplay. Yes. You know, but for that other dude, he's looting that shit and he's like, Oh my god, this is a hundred percent. Yeah, dude. A hundred percent.
0: And you're you're just, you're really onto something there. And once again, it, it you're exactly right. It's it's hard to and people and, and I just feel like Oftentimes people don't say what you're saying, Dan. Which is like, how do you like? It, it, how do you balance that? Because if you want, if you're somebody that plays only two hours a day and you want to have access to, you know, 300 rounds of arbitrary ammo, it's like, well, then you have to understand that Joey that plays 12 hours a day is going to have access to an unlimited amount of it, right? And if you want, so. It, and it comes back to, yeah, there's just so much like finger pointing. It's like, well, you know, it's got to be better for the casuals. It's like, yeah, no, I want you to be able to sit down and play Tarkov for an hour or two and have a good experience. But you just have to remember what, when you point the finger at something, that means somebody else wins. You know what I mean? It's like, oh, the Chads have too much ammo. Get rid of the ammo. It's like, well, you're getting rid of your ammo too, buddy. Oh, I only play an hour. I want to be able to buy all these guns. Well, that means they get to play with it too, buddy. And I think that like, Just off the top of my head, I think kind of back to what you were saying, Veritas, about like, this is an extreme example. I'm not saying we should do this. But let's say uh, all of the traders, like, all the traders don't sell ammo at any level other than level one. Like, all the traders have their level one ammo. And as you upgrade proper to level two, three, four, there's no additional ammo. All that is found in raid. Like, That means that whether you have two hours or 100 hours, it's all dependent on, like, what you do in the game, engaging with the game. If you're, like, if you only play an hour a day, then you don't need an ammo box full of BP. You only really need a few hundred rounds. So if you engage with the gameplay, you find that ammo and you're saving it up, it kind of scales with you because you you only only find 90 rounds, but you're only going to use 90 rounds tonight. So I think, like anything being moved into the gaming experience at least in my brain like smooths that curve out a little bit as opposed to the out of raid experience of just being able to buy things on trader you know what i mean because then i don't have to work to find like you know if 7.62 bp was found in raid only you know what i mean i can't just get it whenever i want i have to go find it just like you have to find it you know what i mean I'm going to play more, so I'm going to find more, but I still have to work for it. You're actually forcing those chads to like work for the thing. You know what I mean? So I don't know.
1: So it all comes down to how not only is Battle State in many ways not, I'm being generous here, not great at game design, but also <laughs> that the community is largely brain dead when it comes to game design too. Like they look at, rather than look at, The you want a thing, what you should be doing is figuring out what is the result you want and then work backwards from there. You, what we do, we don't want scarcity. What you want is like to be able to not have metas to make it so that you're excited to find things, you know, like all of these different things. But instead, everybody goes, We want scarcity. Oh, then the solution is turn down the quantity of things, and it's like. But no, when you have infinite people and a flea market and it resets every 90 minutes, the problem isn't solved. Yeah. Right? They just think, oh, scarcity equals less supply, which equals turn down the quantity that that everyone can buy and or that any individual can buy. It's just such a shallow interpretation of it. It's the same thing like I've I've talked about before, I think, like with data science and analytics about – When I worked in the robotics industry, um, we wanted to know about the user experience. We wanted to know, you know, how often people were failing, setting up, you know, the clients were setting up their robots and getting them up and running and doing whatever they needed to do. Um, And the problem was all of the product and marketing people were like, we want to know, we want to know, you know, how many people get to the end of this process. Or we want to know how many people um, you know, use this feature. So all I did was track whenever they went to use the feature, you just say they used a feature and then you have a bunch of data points. But then it was like, well, now that we know that, you know, eighty percent of the people click on a feature, we don't know why eighty yeah. percent did or why twenty percent didn't, because you didn't ask the right question. You didn't say why aren't people using this feature? You just said how many people are. Yeah which is such a shallow interpretation of it yeah we need to figure out and by we i mean the developers and the community need to think about what is the actual goal what's the experience you want yeah and then work backwards from well how can we do that as opposed to just saying here's the result i want and then let's just do whatever the first thing that comes to mind to do that result
0: yeah yep for sure
1: yeah. What do you what, what, what do you think, Dan? After I just fucking rant <laughs> what, do you, what do you think? Respond Dude. to my seven minute rant. Ah,
2: oh, mate, it's it's uh it's tough. It's really, really tough because and it 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 all comes back to the like the the end user, right? What what does BSG want the player to experience? Like what is it that they want us to experience? Like once that is solidified yeah like you say you can work back from there you can say right this is what we want the player to experience this is how we want the player to feel you know we can put measures in place to make that happen um and you know there's, there's a lot of really creative ideas going around you know there's a there's a lot of people saying oh maybe maybe we should try skill-based matchmaking maybe we should try doing this maybe we should you know try doing yeah. that that sort of thing like yeah you know and I, th- I think a lot of it comes comes down to just like I say the diversity, like the sheer diversity, especially now more than ever. Like yeah, you know, back when we all started, back in I mean, I personally started in uh, I think it was zero point four, uh, which was like sort of end of two thousand and seventeen. Um, nobody really, relatively, um, really knew about Tarkov. and I think back then there was um, uh, the niche. Sort of player that that BSU were targeting. I think I think those players made up a much larger percentage uh, of the audience. Do you know what I'm saying? Like the, yeah. the target. I, I feel like back then the target audience made up a greater percentage of the total audience. <laughs> yeah. Um, versus now, um, and you know with Patch Twelve, we, uh, back in I think it was 2020, um, like the massive marketing boom and everything else, and this whole um like uh i don't know if it's like beautification but like the whole thing about pvp like i i don't remember before patch 12 really this kind of like worship of pvp it was it was kind of just like beating the game and like leveling up your traders and you know yeah getting the gear do you know what i'm saying like those were the objectives now like it's like you said earlier on there's a lot of this focus on pvp like you know, being being the most competitive and being the best player on the map and all this sort of thing. Um, now, I know we're sort of going off topic a little bit. Um, we're kind of looking into the future here, but obviously with Arena, yeah. when Arena comes around, I think that, I'm not going to say it's going to solve a lot of problems, but I think what will happen is it will kind of like split the player base or not necessarily split the player base, but give Players an avenue to kind yeah. of like enjoy the parts of the game that they enjoy. Does, yep. does that make sense? Um, I don't know how we got here from like uh, austerity and um, <laughs> and scarcity, but you know it it, it all boils down. Such a down... British term, austerity. Austerity. <laughs> yeah, yeah. We've been we've been experiencing that for a few years. Um, <laughs> but uh, you know, it's it's like what does BSG? Like, what do they want us to experience? Now, the the main tagline of the game, you know, Escape from Tarkov is a first-person online (laughs) hardcore action RPG with simulator. (laughs) You know, like, all these different buzzwords, like, all kind of crushed together. I kind of... I always wonder sometimes, like, is it worth going back and revising that and saying, like, okay, we're trying to hit too many buzzwords here? Like, Like, RPG is like over here in sort of in, in in many ways like thinking about games, and then like simulators is, is you know in, in in the terms of like game genre yeah it's like RPGs over here simulators over there, but like bsG's trying to put it all together and we I, I guess that's kind of what we have now and yeah it it, it creates an amazing experience but also creates a lot of problems as well because I feel like maybe there's perhaps a lack of focus on like what what do we want the player to experience and yeah, it, it all keeps coming back to that, in in my mind at least, you know?
0: I agree. And I think what's hard is that, like, they don't... I love BSG, man. They're amazing people. But I feel like they don't communicate exactly what you said very well. What do they want the player to experience, right? They we, like Nikita loves to throw around these, like, really high-level, like, you know, choose-your-own-meaning. Like, it's supposed to be hard. It's supposed to be hardcore. You know what I mean? And, and that means what is that what 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 does that mean you know what I mean like, his, pain,
1: pain and suffering yeah is like the answer that everybody jumps
0: to yeah his you know his, like I mean do you guys you were on the cast I think Dan what was his response to his response <laughs> to yo the Santa thing was weird and a whole lot of people messing up their karma his response to that, that was sometimes you just suck yeah it was like
2: sometimes you know you can't win them all
0: get you over can't it. win them all and so like I think think that Nikita has a clear vision in his head of like what he wants this game to be when it's finished and what he wants the player experience to be but I don't think he does a very good job of communicating that and setting that expectation yes he says a lot it's gonna the game is gonna get harder he it says a lot and, and I think that's him trying he's trying to be like no we're gonna you know we're gonna add permadeath and we're gonna add claymores and RPGs and like the game's gonna get harder guys the game's gonna get harder but that's not very clear and and there's a lot of substituting a lot of projecting people project what they want out of tarkov and then that directs their feedback on what should change and it's not we don't really have this like guiding light this north star of like you know i mean in the star citizen community there's like 30-page documents that Chris Roberts wrote back in, like, 2012 that, like, the community goes back to when changes. They're like, no, like... This is what you said you wanted the experience <laughs> that, to be. And that that <laughs> has its own problems. But like the Tarkov community is the complete opposite side of that. Some people want infinite ammo. I just want to be able to shift W around in PvP. Some people want more PvE. Some people want PvE servers. Some people want it's like, and we're all playing the game and we all think that our version of what Escape from Tarkov is going to be is the game that Nikita is making. And so our feedback is, and, and so it's just like, I, I I'm all of that to say I agree with what you're saying. What does BSG want the user experience to be? And how do they reverse engineer that? And and I don't and I think that like gun to our heads, none of us really know <laughs> what he wants I, I it
1: think, to be. I think they can achieve I I think they can achieve what they want and make a game that's still enjoyable yeah. for all kinds of players. <laughs> like I'm I'm fully convinced that, that that's possible. Me too. Um but I mean, a lot of it comes down to like what the community wants and what they demand and all of the conversations that we have, you know, like I don't know about you, but I constantly, you know, because I'm talking about UX and menus and shit. I constantly hear this game is about being hardcore and it's about suffering. And then they use that to justify that it takes 150 clicks to get into a raid. Yeah, Yeah. And it's like Nikita doesn't want you to not enjoy playing the game. Yeah. It's not about being miserable playing the game. Yeah. You know, like Nikita wants you to feel like an intense... You're like a god when you have these fights and it's amazing and it's realistic and it's immersive and your heart's pumping. He doesn't want you to throw your mouse and break your monitor because of frustrations. Yeah. He wants you to just fucking die a lot. Yeah. And it's going to be hard and it's going to be unforgiving and it's going to be challenging. But that's different than... Being pissed off and miserable because of certain aspects of the game. Yeah. So I don't know. it's just like we can't forget about that. Yeah,
0: and freaking going full circle talking about <laughs> games like Dark Souls and Elden Ring. You know what I mean? Everyone used to. Everyone used to say F- Tarkov was the Dark Souls of FPS games. Like think about that. Like think about Elden Ring or those Dark Souls games. You're always one hundred percent of the time in the game Mm. experiencing the game and when something goes wrong, those games are hard those games are hardcore, but they're not counterintuitive, they're not like, you know what I mean 60 minute loading screens they're not like, when you die you just go back to the last bonfire and now you know, you just run straight back to where you want to be you're just right back in the game and so like, I think that is kind of to your point, it's like those games are ridiculously hard. Those games are not for everybody, but they're lauded as some of the best, most well-made games ever. And that's where, like, easier said than done. I'm no game developer, but, like, that's the the rub with Tarkov right now. It's like, people say, you know, people hear that it's supposed to be hard, it's supposed to be brutal, it's supposed to be the Dark Souls of that game, and then, yeah, and it's like, and then people try to defend to us in chat. Oh, that scav... Totally should have one tapped you with his Makarov from 200 meters away, man. Game's supposed to be hard. Oh, you're supposed to get the move error bug, bro. You never know if, when you move something in your stash if it's going to stick. Like, it's supposed... No, like, all that's bullcrap. All that's counterintuitive. All that's not good for the player experience. And if we can... And, and that, I mean, that's just... I keep saying it, but if we can carve all that out, so much changes. How guns feel changes. How raids feel changes. The How the limits feel change. If we can carve out all of that crap... But I totally agree with what you're saying. It's like, it's not an excuse. It's not a catch-all. A game's supposed to be hardcore. You know what I mean? You dc from the raid, get good. It's supposed to, you're supposed to feel like you're in the game at all times. Experiencing and experience the game wants you to experience at all times.
2: I, I love what you say about uh, staying in the game. That's something that I noticed as well um, in my short time with Elden Ring. It's like, when you die, you, you're like, oh, well, fuck, I'm dead. And then it just slaps you straight back into the game, yep. and you're like, "Okay, I'm going to go this way this time, or I'm going to go and do that instead." Um, a couple of things come to mind, and I completely agree with what you're saying. Um, and, and just to throw a couple of like mechanical, like mechanical ideas out there, uh, stuff like full loadout presets, for example. Um, <laughs> very <obviously, nice. laughs>
0: It just perked up.
2: <laughs> you know, with, yeah, uh, within reason, you know, just being, just going like, obviously if you can't purchase it because of um, like trader resets and, yeah. and stuff like that, then obviously you're not going to get it. It's just going to go beep, beep.
3: Yeah. You know,
2: couldn't purchase these items, but it got you everything else and applied it to your character, let's say. yeah. Um, another thing is the amount of time that you spend loading into a raid Um, like, you you can take in some instance like, I don't know, 27 seconds to load into a raid and then it's like fucking four minutes waiting for players or synchronizing or or whatever. Like, I know that these are things, especially with like the loading times and stuff like that, like I know that's something that is going to be improved, so I'm not, you know, I'm not sitting here blind to the fact that, you know, oh, it's going to stay here, that's how it's going to be forever, but you know just just as a kind of way to get it into our minds like like why are we getting frustrated when when we've just spent you know 25 minutes half an hour on a raid to then just get one tap by a cracked scav with a makarov like and and v said it as well the the frustration doesn't come from losing your gear in especially for more experienced players it's more like Holy shit, I've got to spend fucking fifteen minutes now getting back into a raid. Like yeah. sure you can go and do a scav run and, and that's what I've been doing. You know, if, if I die and it pisses me off, I'll just click scav and go. Like click yeah. scav, just go wherever I want, boom, run around, have a chat with chat. And it kind of like diffuses my yeah frustration in a way. Um, because you're getting back into the game. But, you know, I I feel like there's a lot of areas with regards to like getting back into the game, which could certainly be improved on with yep. things like Loadout presets, uh optimization of the of the getting into the raid experience. Do you know what I'm saying? Yep. Like we were waiting like eight minutes for a lighthouse the other day. Like you, you can quite easily spend more time loading into a raid yep. than you actually fucking play. Yep. And 100. That is extremely frustrating, especially when you're losing that hundred rounds of M80. Yeah. That you got on the only reset of the day for for your for your play session.
0: And that's and that's exactly what I'm, and. And the thing is, is that like so many of those things are subconscious. We so rarely point to those things as frustrations. We so rarely point to how much time we have to spend in the menu. You know what I mean? Like it, 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 I I agree. It's just going back to what Veritas was saying. Like it, I don't know. It's just, it doesn't often come out as those things. It comes out as, oh, like the spawns are terrible. or This map is terrible or the AI is terrible. And like, we don't often peel the onion back to like, man, stuff like that would vastly improve the experience. It's why I don't like, I don't understand. I'm like, this isn't some like high and mighty, in my opinion, is better than yours. I don't understand how people are like anti open world. It's like, it's just Tarkov. Like who wants to be in the menu? Like, you know what I mean? It's just like i'm in the raid more like who i don't i don't don't get it like like if i could just be in the raid for as long as i want and literally walk open a door go through a four second load screen and now i'm in my hideout do my stash management and just walk back out like i just like i get so confused i'm like who like i hate the menu suck like i don't want to be in my stash i want to be playing the game you know what i mean so Mm. so i'm not i don't know i just don't get it so but stuff like that, and yeah, like me and Veritas have talked. Did you ever play the cycle, like the cycle frontier, when they did their beta test in?
2: Yeah, yeah, I I really enjoyed it, and one yeah. of the things that I I complimented it on was like you in the hub world, you're like okay, boom, 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 get my quest, yes, run over to the launch pad thingy, you 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 click start, raid boom, you're and then in, it's just like boom, you're dropping in, and you're like exactly, and you're, starting, you're like whoa, what the fuck, you die, you're like ah, I lost all my stuff, but no problem, I can boom, you're Missouri, right back boom, in. Boom, 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 boom. Launch pad, bam, and you—you you know, you're going for it, and. Yeah, yeah, sorry, I'm getting excited, you know, thinking about how fluid and...
0: A hundred percent, and that's we've talked about that, where it's like, I I know that, like, it would create its own set of problems, but, like, think about how many of the things, like, something like that, like a living server for each map that's just, like, always up, you know what I mean? The spawns wouldn't be nearly as bad, because you didn't know if somebody spawned there or not. Extract camping would be a a lot harder to do, because it's like, I don't even know if anyone's trying to extract right now. You'd get into raids in 30 seconds, as opposed to five minutes, you know what I mean? It's like... Oh stuff like that would just tremendously imagine, improve. Imagine
1: if you could create a like a default kit that was all items that had no limit on traders. You know, maybe yes. like like a vepper like one PS three rounds or with PS rounds, 3 mags, <laughs> yeah, you did. know, this helmet and then so you could just if you die, one of the buttons rather than like go to menu would just be like you know, preset whatever for customs and it would just load you back in. It <sighs> it would take the money, yeah. you know, like whatever. Oh my um, god. But like what, what Dan explained earlier was literally the video that I made, I, I spammed the fucking yeah, yeah. UX command, the video I made in December of 2020 which it literally fully designed the UI and basically I talked about what the backend would need to do and it was minimal work. Like some of these features, I'm confident, could be done in a day or two um, by the dude's at bsg because it's they're just a couple of windows and all the same apis um but like the quick sell feature was you right click on an item <coughs> hit and then sell and then it sh- it has a window that has all of the fucking prices for all of the traders and you can just hit sell 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 and then at the bottom it has the you know the flea market price pre-populated with like whatever the lowest ruble value is currently right now. Maybe it could be an average, whatever. And it's like you had that. And then the next feature was the preset system. Like imagine on your on your 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 stash, you know, when you're in your inventory, right above your fucking earpiece and face cover, if there was a button that was load loadout or save loadout. So imagine if you just hit save loadout and the the pop up popped up with a fucking text field and you could just say default loadout save. It's literally one button and a pop-up, Ugh. and then from there, it's all back-end work that, that they wouldn't, it's not like it's anything complicated, it's all the same shit that they have now, to where you can hit load loadout, and it would populate everything, all of the mags with all the ammo that you want, um, all of your hotkeys for all of your meds could all just be fucking persisted. And just imagine being able to do that. (laughs) Think about how
0: many years of life would be saved. How many man hours.
1: And then the third feature I had was the the raid preparation screen. So literally, you know how you have your insurance, then you have, you know, the insurance is like two screens, then you have the map selection, and then you have to, you know, figure out if you want to heal and blah, blah, blah. And it was like, I literally just made it so that when you go and you click on, Escape from Tarkov and you click next on your PMC. <coughs> the map screen is as it is right now, except without all the empty space. Move the map to the left. And on the right hand side, there's three like little modules. And one is insurance, the next one is armor repairs, and then the next one is healing. So you can go insure, you know, insure all or whatever, then you can go heal all and repair um and repair everything. It's like Put it on one screen, make it two or three clicks, and then you're in a raid. Like, so many of those simple things make it so that it's not fucking terrible to die (laughs) ten seconds in.
0: Yeah. Dude, I forgot about that video. Oh, I can't believe that that was like a year and a half ago. And we'd all have, like, the quick sell. Like, you know, like, how many billions of clicks, needless clicks happen? Like, when you get out of a fat shoreline raid and you, d- you didn't even get many PMCs, you've got, like, junk. You've got, like, 63 individual items. And it's like, click, therapist, sell, 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 sell. Wait, no, I think that sells better on the flea market. Put that back, sell. Okay, right-click this, sell that on the flea market, that one thing. Mechanic. sell these attachments. Wait, no, chat's like, no, 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 that sells for 80k on the flea market. Back, boom. But, like, unreal, like, how can we not be in our stash... And just sell things to whatever
1: trader we want like you know what i mean it's 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 crazy bro dude i counted i timed and counted (laughs) it took me 100 and i had everything i needed except for like two things to buy i had all the armor in cases i had magazines there's a couple little things i needed to buy but it took 156 clicks to get in a raid (laughs) and that was just opening up and i didn't even count double clicks by the way i counted those as one you know, it was like, click on character, you know, <laughs> click on character, click on your fucking thick case, alt-click on your armor, alt-click on the swords grab your fucking, you know, one click for every single item, and then you have to go and buy all the ammo and drag it into the magazines and grab all your meds and dra- It's like, why, dude? Dude, it's crazy. And it would also save their fucking servers, because rather <laughs> than, yeah. if you went load preset, It would be one request, not 857 server requests. You know, like, it would literally be better for performance. But Nikita told me two years ago, oh, I appreciate it. Looks good. But we're, you know, we're already working on it. (laughs) Well, okay. (laughs) Still working on it. Two weeks. Two weeks. What do you guys think about dailies right now? is it the solution that everybody everybody said you know there's no replayability oh dailies are gonna fix that to me it's like I do two of them two of them I'm never gonna do two of them I will do and half of the time I can just instantly like hand in shit I have in a junk box yeah I'd love to hear your thoughts on this, Dan. I actually had kind of like an epiphany
0: around this earlier today, but I want to hear your thoughts on what, how the dailies and weeklies are.
1: Here's, here's my thoughts.
2: Stop fucking giving me 17 lab survivals because it ain't going to happen. Dude, I, I, oh. I'm not going to do that. Right? It, cause, honestly, I'll get 11, survive labs 11 times. I'm like, no, so I don't accept it. And then the next week, survive labs 17 times. I'm like, still no, bro. Dude. I'm not going to like, do you know what I'm saying? Like, look, it's just crazy. Like, we need some. F- some sort of system to maybe maybe you can like re-roll one of them, and I'm I'm not even gonna like this isn't even me talking about yeah the lack of variety, and I know that it's in its first iteration. I completely respect that, but like I would love to just be able to re-roll, like have one re-roll per per task, and if you re-roll it and it's and the next one's even worse or so it's shit, then hey, fair enough. At least you had a choice, right? Yep. But the it just it's so frustrating that it's like you know kill. Uh, nine PMCs in the left leg from 80 meters away on this specific map. Like, I don't want to do that. No way. Like, I don't I, I don't want to do that. And I know that I, I. it's fair. It's like fair enough. Like, I don't have to. I don't have to go and do those dailies. But like, I would like to because it's a nice for sure feeling of like, oh, yeah, cool. Like, we achieved this small thing. Like, oh, cool. We killed 20 scavs. That's awesome. Like, I really love yep. those tasks that are like, kill 20 scavs anywhere yes like it's like okay cool or kill 50 scavs with headshots but anywhere like give me the choice if i want to if i want to kill those scavs like if i want to go crazy on it and do it and try let's let's try and do it in one raid we'll go custom see if we can get 20 in one raid or like you know go factory and 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 try and get it there or or whatever you know just the one thing that makes gaming interesting for me is choice yeah and i i with the with the operational test, man like i would just love more choice and more variety yeah and you know like it was great when it first came out like oh cool you get xp and a little a little gift for for you know for killing 10 scabs like that's awesome and like net, tomorrow maybe we'll have something else that's really enjoyable as well but like when you've done i i don't even know how long they've been out for now like we're coming up to like probably four or five
0: months maybe something yeah because like it was a little bit uh, before the wipe they added them yeah
2: yeah and one you know again there's there's not unlimited replayability and i know that they're working on more complex and more interesting sort of operational tasks but like right now that's my feedback you, you know i'd i'd like a way to just you know
1: get rid of them or or, or, if, or give us 10 and let us choose 3 yeah or that yeah exactly yeah
0: i i so I completely agree with what you said. We've talked about it before about, like, I would love for, like, one re-roll a day. I, I think that would be great. I think that would be great. I think... I don't think they necessarily need to give us 10 and let us pick three, because I honestly think that they shine when they force people into uncomfortable situations. So, like, what you were saying earlier, Dan, where it's like, you can't buy any more AKs or mutants. What are you going to use? You know what I mean? Like, I like the... I don't normally play factory, and I get to choose: Do I want thirty thousand XP for killing thirty scabs on factory, or do I not want to play factory today? I like that it it pushes you, but but some crazy overhauls need to happen. Like I like the map needs to be the only stipulation: kill PMCs on on. Uh, Customs, cool. Do not tell me what gun to use, and do not tell me I need to do it in their left leg, and don't tell me you need to do it from 160 meters away. Mine today was nine PMCs on interchange from 100 meters. Where the hell am I going to get nine PMCs on interchange from 100 meters? It's just the spawn. Shooter born in heaven? Yeah, it's just going to be the spawn. You know what I mean? Like, And then I'll just run out of the raid. So, and, and, and like the other day I got like 11 PMCs with M67 grenades. You know what I mean? It's like, yeah, what? Dude, someone, I've yeah, got two yeah, M67 yeah. kills in 4,000 hours. Like, so, so like I, so like Veritas, you were said, what do you guys feel about dailies? Is it everything everyone hoped it would be? sometimes i think yes some it i've gotten glimpses i've gotten days where my found in my my find and transfer was a thing i didn't have but i knew where these things spawned so i'm gonna go looking for them it was kill a certain amount of pmcs on this map or kill a certain amount of scabs with this map but no you know whatever like i could do however many this and i had to survive three customs raids and i got all three dailies done and the the amount of like excitement I got in getting all three done in like, yo, that was like 90,000 experience. That's a ton of experience. I got all three done and I it wasn't for a second. Like, yo, Seal, where do you want to go? I don't know. I mean, customs has been fun. I guess we can keep doing customs. Yeah, I guess we we'll, like, it was like, oh, we got to do this and your day is here and you got to do this. It gave me purpose. It gave me, I was rewarded. Sometimes you get crazy rewards. It shows me glimpses of that, of like ex- almost exactly what people wanted it to be. But so often they're so bad. I went on an absolute tear where my dailies and weeklies were incredible for like two weeks. And I've been on the complete opposite end of that now. Like I think I've completed two dailies in the past four days because like they're so bad. Um, And my weekly was, I forgot my weekly was, it was like kill kill up nine times or whatever. It was just like, yeah, right. I don't know. It was so I think it does. I think it's I think it's almost there and I I do want it to push people around because I I think that that's what people need. Like everybody hates the task but we all do them because it gives us a sense of accomplishment, right? You know what I mean? So I I think there's a balance to be struck there. If you give me 10, I'm just only going to pick the yeah, go kill scabs on woods because I love playing woods. You know what I mean? I'm, I, everyone's just going to end up right where they always are. The flip side of that that I've been thinking about a lot the endgame quests do not get as much love. They're some of the best quests in the game. They're The one or two of them are terrible. The one where you have to, like, kill the PMCs at, like, the pier and at Specific the... Specific location. Yeah, yeah. that's that's bunk. So many of the endgame tasks get no love because so few of the community complete them. The hunting cultist one I think is great. Dude, the uh, the swift one, kill 20 PMCs on woods with no armor. You get that dope train hard armband. I think that's a great quest because you don't need armor on woods. You can be light, you can be maneuverable, and you can snipe people. Um, today, I was playing with Valiant. I was like, yo, where'd you get the Untar armband? He was like, yeah, there's a quest where you have to uh, do something. I don't remember what it was, but it was behind a quest I had to kill a bunch of raiders. So many of the end game quests are so good. I've done so many of them. Uh, Like there is, there is so much to do past level 42 now, more than there has ever been in the past. It used to be you get max traders and you either go for Kappa or you're done. And then they moved Kappa up to 72 and that was like ridiculous. And now it's 62, there's so much to do, bro. There are so many endgame quests. There's cool cosmetics you get in the armbands. A lot of them have a bunch of XP. The dailies are not there yet but they show me glimpses of it every once in a while and i yeah. i really think there if they fix the dailies if they made them better there is a tremendous amount of meaningful stuff to do in tarkov past level 42 they just they got to reel in with the dailies Ugh, some of them are just yeah, so bad
1: they they suffer from the same failures of the normal quests yeah. and it's which is why some of them feel good and some of them don't because it's like all they can think of all they can conceive of is well you kill people so you gotta yeah. kill people in this specific way with this specific thing with this specific methodology in yeah. this specific area and it's like can you be yeah. more fucking they do, creative they, like, they just do
0: too many of those things like one or two of them is great i got a daily to kill five pmcs with an sr1 mp pistol but anywhere, I was like, "This is great. I was like, I never used the yeah, shrimp. this is cool And so I did deliberately chose to run pistol bolty. I never run pistol bolty, but because I had to kill people with the s i one MP and I was killing people on lighthouse, I had like I was almost done with my play session. I only needed two more, so I went factory. It was like, but they do but
1: how th- is that different from the m sixty seven though? It's your preference, which they can't design no, it... No, it's the whole community's
0: preference. For- no one's ever said that quest was cool i'll I'll put I'll play my flag here. That's dumb. Okay, but, but,
1: I mean maybe that specific one, right? But like, you know, you love Woods. If I get one that's kill twenty PMCs on Woods, well, I guess I'll see what I'm doing tomorrow because I'm not going to do that one because I just don't feel like playing Woods right now.
3: Yeah, but
2: so I I think that's there
1: the should be that, a level of that.
0: But what if it was just kill twenty PMCs? I agree. I think that should be it. Sometimes, I think once again, I think it should. I think a certain amount of them should divert you to a place you don't go, like. I, I'm not saying it should always be kill PMCs with a gun or kill PMCs on a map. I'm saying it should sometimes be that because like if you complain that you have nothing to do and all you do is play factory and then it's like, hey, for this really cool reward, go play any other map. And you're like, nah, screw that. That doesn't let me choose. It's like, no, well, then then just play factory and don't complain about it. I think it's like sometimes and, but, and we shouldn't. What the problem is too many of those things get on. It's like kill PMCs on interchange with a shrimp from 80 meters away in the leg. It's like whoa, whoa, whoa. You know what I mean? Like give me either a gun to use or a map, but not both. And even even those things, only sometimes. I do like sometimes I get just kill 25 scavs. I do like sometimes I just get kill 10 PMCs. I just don't think I don't think we should swing so far the one way where it's like that the that the daily tasks be do what you were gonna do today. Here's free XP. You know what I mean. Then it's like, what? <laughs> yeah, yeah. The, why even have them? You know what I mean. Like
1: that's why I like having if they give you six or seven or whatever and let you choose. Yeah. Then it's a whole bunch of restrictions. I mean, think about all of the places you could go, all of the people you can kill with all of the guns. That like the chances that you're gonna get you know, three that are exactly what you were planning on doing every day. I mean, it's it's minimal, yeah. right? Like there's always going to be one that you were going to do, which is cool. It's like free, whatever. And then there's a couple that might change your play style a little bit. Right. So it's like there's a middle ground. Yeah. Because you feel like shit if all of the ones you get are not things that you want to do, even if they're out of your, yeah. you know, like the M67 ones. Like, no, that's just I already did the grenade quest and, it, yeah. and I could use any grenade I wanted and it still sucked. Yeah, so I think there's a middle ground. I think you can agree. make it so that you get taken out of your comfort zone, you know, and switch things up a little bit, while also making it so that like you enjoy what you're doing. Yeah, I I
0: agree that if they gave us more, they could do more restrictive ones because you could like choose to pick them or not pick them. But I'm saying like if they're only going to give us three, like I want them to be somewhat restrictive. Uh, six one brought this up, and I actually agree. Well, he didn't say this exactly, so I'm not going to put words in his mouth. I think they should show you the rewards before you accept it. I I think, I don't know if the whole, if you fail them five times in a row, you get worse quests. I don't know if that's in the game or not. I think they should take that out. I don't think there should be an accept. I think if you get a quest, it should show you the rewards because then your decision, the restrictive quests should have better rewards and that informs your decision. Maybe today you're down with some shenanigans and you're like, holy cow, that's a lot more XP and a freaking green labs card, but I got to go kill people on woods with a freaking shotgun and you're like, Ugh. you know, but, but by showing me the reward that informs my decision for sure and I just don't really accept them if i don't want to do them so that i don't see like uh, and you can't see the reward and a lot of times because i'm trying to test out if it really does like give you worse
1: ones uh so i don't know i don't do i don't do a lot of them like every day i'll fail two or three i'll randomly be in a raid and all of a sudden it's like quest failed i'm like yeah it's just the dailies from the day before i'm not used to i'm not used to that because back in the day it was like you know only on like the bullshit quest or whatever yes. when you fail and you're like no or the um, guide you die and you hear yeah. that sound
0: and you're like screw
1: you game <laughs> but um but yeah i mean so far i haven't i haven't noticed like major i i don't think it's implemented yeah, yet yeah um, i don't know either i don't think so i i just got my weekly um and it was eliminate 35 pmcs with headshots on factory uh, well, You'll love 200, that. 200, yeah, exactly. And then the other one is exit factory seven times. Like, sweet. Like, yeah, for sure. You know, but uh two hundred thousand XP, six hundred thirty thousand rubles, and the best part, there's two GP coins and the Veritas guitar pick. And like yes, Nikita, did Nikita. you make <laughs> you Come dog on. you? But I yeah, also I mean, that's, that's that, I'll do that in six raids. Yeah, I'll get that before survive seven times. Yeah. Um. And that's a weekly.
0: I don't think there should be any dailies and weeklies on labs. Personally, <laughs> like I, I just think that that's like survive. Like Bazinga did survive thirty-five labs raids for a weekly. Like, how much money does that cost if you don't win every raid? Like, I think well, that's not even, not
1: even that, but you can only buy one card every couple exactly. hours Yeah, per reset yeah so, exactly. so it's no, like okay. <laughs> impossible unless you're a streamer that every like, time you do a viewer kit they drop you three cards
0: and maybe maybe not but but like i would be a-okay with just like no dailies with his own labs i feel like it would also be easy to explain in the lore it's like you're not supposed to be in there you know what i mean like don't nobody would send you in there i don't care i just think it i think it's instantly i think like 99.99 I think the only people that survive that complete labs related quests are the people that were going to play labs all day anyway. It has n- like nobody goes. You know what? I'm going to go labs today. I'm going to finish this quest. Nobody does, dude. It's just like
1: uh, I don't know. I, I bet you there's probably a few that seven are people, probably like... seven people I've on been, planet Earth. I mean, survive seven times or 35 times. Like, yeah, sure. There are you know nobody. Yeah. N- nobody's going to come out of their comfort zone and try to do 35 labs yeah. rates, right. But if it's like, you know survive on labs for 10 minutes or something ignoring yeah. cheaters being you know an issue or, yeah. or not you know like the but i mean even that like survive on a map for x minutes like that'll cheat you're gonna cool. play slow yeah. right maybe you're gonna avoid pvp that's you know? actually like, a good one yeah but there's so many other things they could do survive defend an area or, you know visit different areas um you know like loot x containers like there's just so many fucking things they could do but they made it Mad Libs with these five things. Yeah. You know, and... Yep. I got Survive Labs four times through the no backpack extract.
0: It's like, you mean that you want me to buy a 200,000 ruble key, go no in, kill a bunch of stuff, 1, and no, leave my anything. loot behind? I was <laughs> like, what are you talking about, game? No! Like, it's so... Hey man, that's tar-coil. It's hardcore, baby. Yeah, so... Adapt and overcome. Dude, adapt and overcome. I, so I think the dailies have so much potential. Like, like I think they have the potential to be what they were hyped up to be. I just think that it's balanced. Like you were saying, it's balanced between giving the player choice. It's balanced between it doing a good job of nudging the player into new experiences while not requiring them to go too far out of their comfort zone. Like, that's the balance, I think. I think the dailies are the best when they do push you in some way to go play a map you don't want to play or haven't played before, but it's not like, I roll, no way, I'm not going to do that. But on the other side of that, I don't want it to be... I don't want to give you the player so much choice that every day it just ends up being, well, I was going to do this today, so... I can accomplish my dailies doing that anyway. Like, I just don't think, like, why have them in the game then? Why not just give me a daily login bonus of 100,000 XP? Like, you know what I mean? Yeah. Like, so.
1: Dude, I, I have, I feel like I have to say this. I don't think we've actually talked about this before, Um, but someone in chat said uh, something that's so common that really, really grinds my gears, <laughs> which is the idea of like, well, it's just a work in progress. Yeah, that's the point of our feedback. Yeah everything's a work in progress un- until it's the final thing in the game and if you don't fucking speak up and say what it is you like or you don't like then all of a yeah. sudden 1.0 will come out and these will just be the quests yep. it's like the fact that they made all these quests that have all these issues with them and then they added daily quests that are basically just miniature versions of the same things, some of them good and some of them bad, means that there's and some fundamental issue with, like, the design of the quests. Yeah. So talk about those things. Make it be known so that everybody – it can be like a conversation yeah. between the community and the devs, and then the work-in-progress will actually get iterated on and improved. Yeah. Don't just dismiss people complaining or criticizing a feature because it's a work-in-progress, because yeah. that's literally – when you say work-in-progress in a beta – yeah the point is <laughs> release something and see how it is yeah and listen to feedback so
2: yeah it's, it's tricky i think a lot of people i'm not gonna use the word defend but i think you know we're all super super passionate about the game We obviously we want tarkov to be the best it can be like and i encounter this a lot as well um you know especially in this panel as well like not blowing my own trumpet but like you know v and jesse incredible minds like great thinkers Really, like objective and 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 you know, able to able to think about um, things outside the box. Do you know what I'm saying? Like, there's there's nothing wrong with criticizing something that you don't 100% agree with or yeah. don't enjoy or whatever. Like, that is the whole point of the game being in this stage. Yeah. If BSG didn't care what their, their 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 target audience thought about the game, you know, they would have just run it and got all the pre-orders and whatever, and then just slapped you know, 1.0 when they felt like they were happy, boom, like there's the game. Do you know what I'm saying? Like they yep. want us to have these conversations. They want us to talk about the game and say what we don't like and say what we do like. And, yep. you know, wh- whenever you speak with me about Tarkov, like it's it's usually about 50, 50. I'll tell you, you know, if you ask me about a feature, I'll say, well, I like this, this and this, but I'm not too, you know, I'm not massively fussed about that, that and this, you know, yep. and it, it, that's, that's the whole point of these conversations. Yep. Um, for sure so you know don't, guys don't don't be don't feel the need to like defend the game don't feel the need to like inform and again i'm not blowing our trumpets but i mean i've got coming up to nine thousand hours in the game since november 2017 we've got v and jesse you know got thousands of hours as well like you know we live and breathe yeah do you know what i'm saying and, and yeah. we want the game to be the best it can be for like for the target audience yeah um who, who bsu have set out to you know make this game for and And to me
0: you're absolutely right and to me that's the difference between like how did this conversation on dailies start v said what do you guys think about dailies that it's the difference between what do you guys think about dailies and tweeting inertia sucks Mm. right like feedback is the difference what do you guys think about this let's talk about it what works what doesn't work what's what's positive what's negative how can we make it better yeah like of course it's a work in progress and this is what work in progress looks like feedback talking you know what I mean but just like tweeting or making a reddit post this sucks take it out that's not feedback that's not you know what I mean so it's uh which once again I get sometimes everybody needs to just gamer maul a little bit the amount of times I've on stream said the AI is broken I hate this game all-time high. You know what I mean? We all, we all have that moment, but, like, exactly. It's like, we need to be able to have these conversations, too. You know what I mean? Like, that. yes. Yeah.
1: So often Absolutely. the defense, though, is it, it comes from the assumption that, like, if, it's, if something is in the game, it must be intentional. It's, which is, you know, like, yeah. oh, it's the same thing about the number of clicks in the menu. Yes. It, it couldn't possibly it be, be that, intentional. that they that they didn't consider the fucking user experience, you know, yes. when they designed the feature. It couldn't possibly be that. It has to have been, how can I post-hoc rationalize why something is the way it is? Yeah, must be intentional. They must fucking just hate your guts and want you to be miserable. Um, you know, <laughs> so... Dude.
0: The, okay you've been you both play today right play Tarkov today like you very you've been on earlier did you stream earlier dan
2: yeah yeah okay for about so we did seven hours.
0: they did this patch right they fixed the or they reverted the jump height dude the word spaghetti code came up in my head so many times this patch that they, they tweeted they were like technical update we reverted the jump that was all they gave us on the info of it have you guys opened a scav vest today
2: yeah, and the WT rig, they're both... Uh, Have you seen that, Veritas?
0: <laughs> like, what? They fixed the jump, and the scab vest got reoriented. Like, and I was just like, talk about spaghetti code, bro. I was like,
1: how did that happen? I don't know, man. Well, I'm sure that when they... Uh, on the other side of it, there's always a million things that go out with an update. Um, yeah, more than they don't. say, for sure. Yeah, like, whenever <laughs> we would like, come up with features... We'd have we'd have seventy two bug fixes and then one feature, and we'd say there's bug fixes and also we did this feature.
0: But like, so what the hell could things- have happened? <laughs> like they didn't. Like it's obviously not intent. Oh, I feel like it's obviously not intentional. Like what the hell could have happened that made them that reorder? They didn't add any new rigs. They didn't maybe change.
1: They maybe they fixed a bug with some other rig, and oh, I mean. Here's an idea: all the issues with dragging around magazines and ammo, yeah. when you fucking end up with all those inventory desync and glitches. Maybe they were trying to fix something related to that because over the last month, that's been a big issue, right? True.
3: I, yeah, you know, and, and,
1: and the guy. Who, yeah, I mean, maybe they just fucked something up big time um, related <laughs> to that. But I, I, de- I I'm not defending. Yeah. that they don't have spaghetti code. I just doubt that they're directly linked uh. oh
0: yeah yeah i didn't say i just thought it was so funny that such a like random out like off the wall bug came on one of the patches we got like the least amount of information on what the patch included and i was just like man i just thought it was funny
2: but yeah it's it, hopefully we'll get like a hey guys you know we fucked it up we did this <laughs> or we did that it would be nice to get some sort of like feedback on that i think more realistically it's going to be fixed like, and it's and it's going to be you know fixed an for issue sure. with, with the scout vest and the wt rig boom and it's yeah done. Done. because you know i think it's our morbid curiosity in a way it's like well why did did that yeah happen? how <laughs> you know it, it, it and if bsg gave us an explanation for like not only what happened but like why it happened and everything else like the i don't think the game would get done like that's like a full-time job for Explaining, oh, we tried to fix this, but then this happened. And that, do you know For what sure. I'm saying? Um, I mean, it could be, and you know, this is just me being hopeful, but it could be something to do with an experimental, um, feature re- regarding the customizable rig system that we're hopefully looking forward to soon. Like, imagine if they're messing around with how pouches are displayed. Like,
0: sure. I don't know, I it's that's just we doing the back end and... work on that. I mean, hey, that'd be sick. That's a, that's an optimistic uh, yeah. way to look at it. I love it yeah
2: yeah and it's tricky isn't it it's really hard a lot of people do criticize PSG (laughs) on their communication and they've got so much better in my opinion over the years um but there is still of course a ways to go um yeah but I mean does does the and I I don't mean this in a derogatory term whatsoever but does does the normal player like need to know why the scav vest doesn't display properly. Oh like, yeah, do they? Just, Not at all. They just need to see a fix, right? So it's yeah, yeah. It's a tough one, but For it, sure. it could be fucking anything. Man. Give me the code.
1: <laughs> I want the code. Give, give me the me code. The code. Give,
2: give code. That'll
1: work. Give code. I want the gold.
0: Give code. All right, so uh, so Veritas, your audio video came out recently featuring, I think both of us. I think Dan was in it too. Um,
1: Dan, Dan was the the best part was that I did the audio test with Dan yeah, first, yeah, <laughs> and then I clipped that and oh. then used that for because we did it over Discord and it was like an ad hoc, like last minute thing, yeah. On stream via Discord, so then I clipped those tests and then I was using those clips to test everybody else. So that's why when when you look at like the grid of yep. all the tests, you just <laughs> see Dan in the background, like one more time, you know? <laughs> one more time. I've been, <laughs> Dude. But um, but yeah, I mean, there's there's not a not a whole lot to say other than I'm glad I'm it's finally done. The the feedback from everybody has been it's very good, overwhelmingly positive. Which mm. I'm like everybody basically said it was three hours and it was worth it. As yeah. opposed to you know, oh you should have made it fucking. There were like three people of, out of the thousands. Of there were three people that were like this could have been said in ten minutes. Okay, bro. Like, good <laughs> luck trying to do that. You know, have yeah. fun condensing everything I talked about down into ten minutes. But but overall, yeah, I think it was a great success. Um, and uh, yeah, I'm I'm super happy.
0: It was, dude. It's it was so good, and it was so I I learned so much. I knew so much of that stuff, and I learned so much. Um, I'm I'm curious to see. I I had this thing in my chat earlier where I was like, Veritas would be like like, your eyes would have been able to roll any farther in the back of your head. I had two people arguing, two people that had both watched the video and misunderstood it, and they were (laughs) arguing about what Steam Audio was. And I was like, this is so meta. I was like, how did you watch that video and walk away confused? And it was, dude, it was so funny. I was like, I literally was like, we have, like, shut up, Chad. Like, we have to stop talking about this. So I was wondering if you had any, like, fallout of people that came in and felt <laughs> overly educated and but no, missed the I mean, point completely.
1: The only annoying part... So first of all, whenever someone's like, can I get a TLDR? Most people have said, use Steam Audio. And that's actually not yeah. really... That was a part of it. That was basically me demonstrating the benefits of it and yeah. also talking about the um you know the 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 downside um i actually i i there were 20 pages of that of that script that i ended up pulling out and unfortunately one of those pieces was like the case study with dan um where it was talking about how some people just don't there's something about the hrtf that yeah that, that whether it's phasing or whatever that they it just doesn't jive they just don't like it and you know there's a whole bunch of studies that shows that some people's you know shape of their ears and shape of their heads yeah. um doesn't work and i talked a whole bunch about how steam audio literally has you can add your own hrtf like there are games that let you interesting. um either have a drop down with different hrtf profiles or potentially even expose that to players to be able to customize interesting um, but again, I, I ended up pulling all that stuff out because Dan was basically like, like, you can totally localize better and you can hear all this stuff. He's like, but I, it, there's just something about it that bugs me. And, you know, and it's yeah. like the whole gist of the video was essentially do whatever the fuck you want. Yeah. Just be educated so that you can make an informed decision. If somebody says, I understand it and I don't want to use it. By all means. Yep. Totally fine by me. Right. But when they say, I'm not going to use it because it gave me a rash last time and you know it's like okay well you missed the whole fucking point yeah um but the only the only thing that i think has been repeatedly annoying i I don't know how i could have made it more clear because i literally was like don't use different fucking audio programs like yeah and everybody wants to come in and say i know you said don't use anything but what about this piece of software? Maybe could that screw it? It's like fuck. Yes, I, I don't know. Like I can't know every piece of software. Yeah. Like maybe possibly, you know. Most I don't likely, know. yeah. The whole point is that like, there's so many things that can go wrong. Every single piece of audio software, unless you, unless you specifically know what it does and you understand it, yeah. It could very well fuck everything up for you. You know, and then. A few other folks basically said like, oh, you told me not to use compression, but I'm a fucking audio engineer. And it's like when you when when people who are experts, (laughs) when they make when they make rules, the rules are there for ninety nine percent of the people. And when you are an expert in something, you know what the rules are and you're the ones that know when the rules should be broken. Yeah. And it's so it's not for you. Right. It's not for the expert. Yeah it's It's basically I'm trying to keep the sharp objects away from the masses. You might be a fucking samurai <laughs> trained with a whatever. I'm not talking about you, yeah, but as soon as you say it's possible to set up compression in a way that doesn't completely fuck you, then everybody then ninety five percent of the people go, I'm the special case that can figure it out, and then they'll go and use it, yeah, when really it should be two percent, yeah, so
2: yeah. And then you get a load of DMs saying or people in chat saying I'm having issues with audio because, you know, regardless of how far somebody is away, they sound like they're the same distance away. And it's like, well, what audio settings are you using? Oh, I've got my compression maxed out. And it's like, "Yep." well, fuck. (laughs) Do you you know what I mean? Like, And then then they're like, oh, what does compression actually do? And you're just like, you know, it's yeah, I've always I've always um, tried to to educate everybody that i I come across not like forcefully i'm not like yeah for sure some sort of weird kind of fucking teacher in that way but like i'm saying look guys you know try to run as little external anything as you can like i i literally i have what i have mouse neither of which have software i have monitor i have computer that is it like yep that is literally it you know i've got a uh uh sound thingy bob um, audio interface just so i can power my headphones but that is it and i i, I try to say to, to as many people as i can like look guys you know use what you're comfortable with if you like yeah. how binaural sounds and works for you by all means yeah. you know go in, go into an offline hit, uh scav war for example and just listen and go oh that sounds great and just you know if you don't like it like in my 99.9 mm-hmm. well, percent well the inverse of that um, case you know it, it, <laughs> when when I use binaural like it makes my ears feel funny it kind of like makes Dude, me that's feel a little so bit interesting like, you know so I switch back and, that's and so uh, interesting. absolutely fine um, but, but yeah and I think part of the problem is and obviously you know anybody that's into audio will know like especially with the gaming world like gaming keyboard gaming yeah. mouse Gaming fucking sucks. Like, yep. you know, everything is just, like, forced down players' throats. Like, you <coughs> need this gaming audio software so you can hear every enemy at yep. all times. And it's, it's unfortunately, like, and it's not the player's fault because not everybody has a fucking degree in audio. Do you know what I'm saying? And, and yep. you know, sometimes I need to check myself and be like, look, dude, you know, not everybody has this experience. Um and and they're just trying to you know I've I've been told that this will help me hear any anyway. because you know what you, you have a look on fucking headsets and stuff like the old Turtle Beach headsets from back in the day like Xbox it's like you know hear your enemies with true sixty nine fucking point one surround <laughs> sound and it, and it's like you know like it, it's just it's just marketing in a lot of ways For sure. you know buy buy this headset because you will be more competitive and it's. It's hard, man. It's so difficult for, for the for the players because like it's, it's a really, with audio, like it's such a, as you can see with the video having to be three hours long, yep. like this one tiny fragment of like audio in the world of audio, like this one tiny fragment needed a three hour video to explain. Do you know what I'm saying? Like that's yep. how complex this thing is. And it's like, I fucking take my, oh, I'm not wearing a hat. But if I was wearing a hat, I'll take it off because V's done a tremendous job at, at explaining it. Like, <clears throat> like,
1: yep. It's I mean, crazy. Yeah, it, all, you know. <laughs> it all comes down to, like, it's not – the whole point of that video, too, is that it's not just audio. It's when you're interested in something, when you're invested in something, educating yourself on it yeah. and asking questions – gets you so far Yep. whether it's medicine politics no matter what it is yep. if you're if you're interested in it educate yourself again like I didn't know about compression and how it worked until a couple of years ago when I was messing around with music stuff and people are like use a compressor and it's like I could have just slapped on a compressor but I wouldn't have known what it was doing and then I wouldn't have been able to use it properly so I yep. had to google and watch some youtube videos and it, there, it takes a little bit of skill to figure yeah. out what's what's good and what's bad information, um, and knowing like who to listen to, and then you know who to ignore from like the experts. Yep. But yeah, just knowing how to ask questions and being interested in learning. Yep. Gets you to the fucking five yard line. hundred you know?
0: percent, and and understanding that like if you don't, if you aren't interested, and if you don't want to learn then don't pretend you have an informed opinion and because i think that's what so much of it was is it's like so much of that video wasn't like i think some people think your video was 3 hours of why you should use steam audio this is veritas's exposé on why you should use steam audio and you're stupid if you don't and if you watch the video it's literally the exact opposite it's if you want to decide for yourself if you want to use steam audio or not in tarkov you got to know what it is and you got to know what it is you got to see that with binaural off or on that dude jumping right there i'm not going to hear it because that's not binaural that's just the way they occlude stuff in tarkov so then you can make your informed opinion it's not at all you should do this it's if you want to know what you should do about something, you need to know what that something is. You don't, you don't pick a car before you know what a car is. You know what I mean? You got like, to learn what it is. So that's why people are like three. I've had people be like, three hours, though. I just can't be bothered to watch. It. It's like, that's cool. Then stop telling people what to do with their audio. Yeah. You do whatever you want. But it's like, if you just told me I am unwilling to be informed then stop telling people you have an informed opinion. I can't make, like, if you don't care about the audio in Tarkov, like, I that's okay. It's okay. You don't have to be interested in everything I'm interested in. You don't have to. But stop telling people you have an informed opinion. Like, inform yourself. You know what I mean? Like, and it's just so weird, like, I've always thought like, it's don't so give weird.
1: medical advice if yeah. you're not a fucking dog. Our whole
0: concept of time, like <laughs> three hours? That's insane. It's like, dude, you're gonna watch three hours of YouTube today. Like you know you are. You're just gonna do it in eight minute chunks. You know what I mean? It's like just watch this video. You know what I mean? Like three hours, but it's like, I've got sixty three thousand hours in World of Warcraft. It's like then what
1: They'll it. debate with me for three hours in, in on chat. stream yeah. <laughs> telling me why my video doesn't need to be three hours and they're not gonna watch it.
0: Yeah, it's wild. So so it's just like That was what I loved about it, is it was so not three hours of why you need to use Steam Audio. It's just like, here's the information. If you would like to, educate yourself on this and then decide for yourself what you want to do. And in that process, I would say that 99.99% 99.99% of the people that play game from Tarkov would learn a whole lot about how the audio in this game is actually processed, how many things are just broken, period, whether you have binaural off or on, and really be amazed at how much of their opinions are wrong. I was, you know what I mean? I've been talking about Steam Audio so much and I learned so much in that video. So, it's just like, and that goes back to what you said. That's how you educate. It's just like, just here it is, man. Here's the information. You decide what you want to do with it.
1: So, today's podcast sponsored by my fucking YouTube video. <laughs> yeah, yeah, sponsored yeah. by Mirror's House's YouTube video. Checks in the mail. <clears throat> so yeah, for sure. I think a really
2: important part of the video, for sure, was the uh, the identification that the binaural setting was not causing you to not hear people on stairs.
0: Yeah.
2: Do you know what I'm saying? That was like, the biggest that- misconception. Yeah.
0: The yeah, by I'm, far. I'm so glad
2: yeah. that. Yeah, I'm so I'm so glad that it was it was debunked and it was like, look, guys, you know, regardless of if you've got binaural on or off, if you stand in this location with how the occlusion zones work, you are not going to hear this dude because yep. of how occlusion zones work, how it works with sound passing through solid objects, etc, etc. <laughs> Obviously, I'm not going to do a full recap because no, but you know, yeah, I'm sort for of sure to the choir, but um. Yeah, you know, identifying why especially something like audio, you know, cuz it's like 50% of your senses really cuz when you're in the game, you've got vision and you you've got uh you've got hearing, right? So when 50% of your like sensory experience is is kind of like lying to you or yeah. not giving you the information that you should be getting, it's that's like a massive part of the game experience, yep. you know, like the actual being in the game. And I think, it, you know, this isn't obviously. I I hope that, that BSG can look at the video and go, okay, cool. So, you know, here's where a lot of the issues have been identified. You know, let's work on maybe streamlining and, yep. and you know, really getting to work on this audio and, and, and getting things working. I mean, people ask me all the time, like, Dan, what would it take to fix the audio in Tarkov? And, like, I say, like, if we had unlimited time in an ideal world, it would be a complete redesign based on, um y- you know, all the materials in the game working in conjunction with all the modules of Steam audio with regards yeah. to like reflections, uh occlusion, uh, all that good stuff. Do you know what I'm saying? And like, that would be incredible. That's like a it's essentially like um RTX, like real time reflections yeah. and stuff for your ears. Right. It's yeah. Like RTX
0: <laughs> <laughs> um yeah. like that would be just insane. It would you know Oh my god. Tarkov with the full Steam audio would be out of control. It would be so And
1: as good. far as I know, they already have a build. It just doesn't perform well on on Yeah. I don't know I, I don't know if it's like on low-end machines, on most machines or whatever, but like and that that is less about Steam audio being inefficient and more about Tarkov being unoptimized. Yeah. Uh it's already like fucking yeah. choked You know, to death, but um, but like, it's already in the game.
0: Yeah, my theory is that they're kind of racing to these new Unity because, like, the last time, the last time that we Nikita was on a podcast, I'm pretty sure he was talking about how, like, yeah, like we're we're looking at moving to Unity 2020, and like, the amount of time it took for us to get to Unity 2018. And then it took, like, 18 months to get to Unity 2019. The fact that just five months ago we got to Unity 2019 and he's thinking about Unity 2020, at least my rationalization is, like, they're trying to, like, sprint to a, to a newer version of Unity that, that either gives them some tools or allows them to optimize the game and slash or Steam Audio to be able to put it in.
1: Um, yeah, no, the, <laughs> I mean, updating to the next version is going to be significantly easier. Um, like, the closer yeah. you get the easier it's going to be it's almost like it's way more steep uh, if like a mountain was steeper at the bottom than yeah. it was at the if top yeah if you're on unity thing.
0: 2017 and you want to get to 2020 that's really hard but if you're on but 2019 yeah. to 2020
1: it's not and, and also not to mention that if you want to incorporate <coughs> like of a, a huge module like steam audio a lot of times it's, it's it, uh, imagine if you wanted to run tarkov on windows nt Yeah, like Windows 2000, like unless you have a fucking copy of I mean, that's a bad example, but like (laughs) there are certain things that probably just don't work at all, because unless you're on an older version of Steam audio, like maybe they gave them a special version from fucking three years ago or whatever. Um, Yeah, it's so much harder retrofitting. It's like putting a modern day supercharger. And trying to fit it onto a fucking nineteen sixty five Chevelle, it's like they're different, yep. different bolt structures. You know yeah. what I mean? It's just like <laughs> it's just not the same. Um, so, so yeah, hopefully, I have, I they have can, a feeling. Yeah,
0: hopefully they can they can rip up to those new versions. We were talking the other day about how like I wish they never used the term Steam Audio. Like if they had presented to the community like, hey, we added a new option called Binaural Audio, which should help you localize targets better period. Everybody would be using it. (laughs) You know what I mean? It was just like they called it Steam Audio and then Steam Audio was supposed to be the thing that fixed the audio and then, then this narrative broke that there's two audios. There's Steam Audio and there's regular audio and which one do you like better and it all just like broke down and then it was like yeah but with Steam Audio I can't hear in the stairs. Like if they were just like man here's a button you can press that can just help you pinpoint where the guys are Everyone would have been like, Like (laughs) You know what I mean?
1: Like, CSGO, Valorant, every other game, they just have, like, an HRTF fucking checkbox.
0: Yeah, and I was like, you know what I mean? I feel like everybody would have been like, oh, cool, you know? But, like, the fact that Steam Audio was thrown around and that, and then we weren't properly educated by them, that even, like... Hey, this is the first module of Steam Audio, but it's not really going to change anything. And it's only one of many modules. It was just, I'm pretty sure in the patch notes, it said first iteration of Steam Audio. And like the first iteration of Daily Quests is daily quests. Like we have the thing, you're just going to tinker. So first iteration of Steam Audio makes me think that all of it's in, all you got to do is tinker. And it just like. It's like the first iteration of Void. Yeah. It just like yeah. tore the fabric of reality, and everybody was like, old audio, new audio, Steam audio sucks. And it's just been like a year of that.
1: And, and now you know why it was a three hour video.
3: <laughs> yeah, I mean, I so. yeah. He
0: had to sew reality back together, <laughs> wow. chat. That's why it was a three hour video. Yeah.
1: Oh anyway, I think it's I think it's fucking probably <laughs> pretty close to Dan's. Yeah, Dan, sorry for bedtime. keeping you up all Mate, night I'm, long. I'm fucking
2: I'm going 24 hours. I'm ready Let's to go.
0: <laughs> uh, no, but man, thank you so much for for coming on the show, man. This is a uh, it's super fun. We love having people on and getting their their opinions and uh, their like kind of perspectives on the game. And, uh, yeah, like like V was saying earlier, we both respect you a ton and know that you kind of... You love the game the same way we do, which is, like, you you enjoy it, you enjoy playing it, but, like we said, we have that constructive feedback. We like talking about the potential of what it could be and, and maybe some ideas on how we can get there and how we can get a little closer to that. So, uh, thank yeah, you v. so much for, for coming on the show, for sure.
1: Yeah, my everybody pleasure, go man. Everybody go check out Dan. Um, yes, please. I, I guarantee you, he's one of the, my favorite streams if I'm just, like working on a video or editing or writing script in the middle of the day, you know, because he's f- like five or six hours ahead. Yep. Um, It's one of the best streams to just chill and hang out in for sure. So e- everybody go check him out. Yep. Uh, And, and again, thanks for, for like, I think for like four hours ago. I'm like, Dan, you want to be in the podcast? Like, and he was yeah. like, oh, it's really late. And said, Fuck it. Let's do it. Like, so, so thanks for being flexible, dude. And <laughs> Yeah, uh, man. Yeah, I appreciate you, man. For sure.
2: Oh, no, honestly, like, at the end of the day, I mean, I'm sure we got. You know, we went through a few periods tonight where you were like, "Jesus, when is this guy going to shut up?" Like, <laughs> I could, honestly, I just talk but about me. About <laughs> 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 me, I'm, yeah. No, no, no. I'm just saying, man. Like, you know, I, I could happily talk about Tarkov forever. Like, yeah, man. I, it's, it's such a, I can't even describe it, and. I'm going to make a real mess of it, but like it's such a unique experience that I've never had in my life. Um, and, you know, having the chance to speak with some absolutely incredible creators such as yourself and be able to, you know, professionally um, like look after a community um, yeah. each day. Like it's, it's, you know, I think it's important to understand that we are like streamers, content creators, YouTubers, like first and foremost, but like, it would be remiss to think, you know, at least in my, in my position, like, I think it would be remiss to think like that I would be in the position that I am if it, uh, without Tarkov. Does that make sense? You know what I'm trying to say? Like, for sure. Tarkov is just a unique, um, beast. You know, and, yep. and we're all trying to tame it. We're all trying to say what's best for it. But at the end of the day, we're all along for the ride. And, for sure. Um, yeah, dude. I I really appreciate you guys having me, and it's been a it's been a real pleasure tonight. Thank you.
1: Dude, can't 100%. wait to have you on the second time. Yeah. So you can e- so e- eat those
2: words.
0: <laughs> not a once in
2: no, a lifetime. It's a twice in a lifetime <laughs> twice opportunity. <in> a lifetime.
1: <laughs> um, <laughs> no, honestly, whenever
2: man, you let me know, and uh, I'll be there.
0: Hell yeah, we're, man. Well, thank you again, and guys, thanks for for hanging with us live chat. This will be live on uh, Spotify, YouTube early next week, and uh, we'll be back next week with some more shenanigans, so thank you all so much for hanging, and we will see you all on the next one. Peace. Thanks, guys.